number. It's the bottle episode number 111. It's not quite 1111 yet. Maybe, uh, maybe we'll make it there eventually. Yeah, that would have been sick. That's a thousand episodes in the future. Although today is November 2nd. It's 11 2020. Yeah, 11222. So it's kind of, yeah. yeah. A lot of angel numbers in the air. Uh, full moon coming soon next week. Um, Mercury's. Nah, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Mercury's and Gatorade. Uh, um, anyway, yeah, it's the two guys, two mics, two pints hour. I'm Nestor with uh, Henry G. And um, how you doing, man? I know you were under the weather a little bit these yeah. last few days. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling much better, you know. Uh, modern medicine just really does the trick. And, yeah, I'm already feeling pretty good. But, it, you know, it always sucks when you have, like, a cold. It's just, it's it's annoying to do everything. And it's hard to speak at times, wake up in the morning, you know. You can't have sore. a pint. Yeah, that too, man, which, you know, right now I'm just sticking to coffee for now and a sparkling water maybe after. But, but yeah, man, uh, how, how did you enjoy this weekend's games? Uh, I know it wasn't that electric, but, you know. No, I, I just, I mean, that's all I did. I, I just watched sports all weekend. I find myself doing that increasingly more these days. Um, it's just... I guess it's the middle-aged man in me now, you know, just, I'm not interested in watching fucking Game of Thrones anymore. Yeah, I mean, throw on some NFL Sunday. If, if, <laughs> I'm, if, I'm just if it catching permits. up. Yeah, if I'm not watching live sports, I'm catching up on it. Yeah. And maybe that's just me being responsible to the, uh, you know, to the... Uh, to the craft. To, yeah, exactly. You know, to this. Uh, I, w- I No, I wish that was the case, but no, I don't go back and watch every game. I don't have the patience for that either. It's a but lot I of did, time. Like I, I did watch Everton versus um, who'd they play on Saturday? Everton played. It was, oh fuck! It's gonna bother me. So I'm I'm gonna look it up right now. It's like one of those games that I usually don't pay attention to, but I'm like, hey, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's not bad, but it still ended up. Dominic Calvert Lewin scored. He did. Yeah, I, I remember. Wait, no, no. Game. I think no. Oh. I think he came on. Oh okay. But okay. <sighs> fuck. I remember seeing him. Yeah, oh, it was, uh, Everton versus Fulham. Oh, he that's came a good on. Game. I think he scored one or he got close to it. Yeah, yeah. He looked good. I'm not gonna lie, but yeah, yeah. Nil, nil. You know what can you do? Fucking. Um. But yeah, it was it was a good game either way. I I I actually enjoyed it. So that was one of those ones that I typically miss that I ended up watching. Um. But yeah, yeah, watched a lot of football. Um. Yeah, I mean, did you catch... I actually, yeah, I caught, I caught a lot. I caught more than I normally do. Although I do, even when I, on a, on a casual weekend, I'll go to the pub. This weekend, I didn't go out because, like, you know, that I told you that cold was kind of kicking my ass. But since it kicked my ass, I was going to sleep early, so I woke up early. 4.30, I'm there watching the city match. And from then on, you know, I watched the following matches. Isn't that nice though? You're in the comfort of your blankie. Yeah, and it's, it, it was nice, man. It was, I you know, I made breakfast, chiefed a little, you know, had my coffee. And I caught, I think, my favorite match of the weekend, and it's, it's not, you know, out of cynicism, but, you know, kind of the story behind it, Leeds and Liverpool, the way that went. Uh, I don't know if you caught that game, but that was pretty fun. Uh, uh, Liverpool? Don't, don't you mean liver swamp? Liver, yeah, li- <laughs> liver stool. Yeah, bro. Golly. Bro. You know, and but just, you know what the thing I'll give them this they always stay in it. They create chances. They're kind of being their own team. worst enemy. They're just not as good as the... Yeah, should no, be or as good or as they, they once were, as, as they once were. That's the way I'd put it because I think right now, I mean, defensively they're they're definitely beatable, man. Stu, get this. 
in uh, 11 ga- 10 games of the Prem, they have 15 points. Mm. Or is it 16 points? And in four games or five games of, uh, of Champions League, they have 15. So the games that they're not supposed to win, which like the, the City match, um, who else did they beat? They beat somebody else in, in the Prem. Yeah, no, they, I, I get they're, what you're they're getting, getting at, though. They're getting points where they where you wouldn't think they would, and then they're dropping they're, points yeah. where they shouldn't. They're the Robin so, Hood so team. So they're, like, they're um, Sch- uh, Schrodinger's football team. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Well, you liked it because of the whole, you know, American... Yeah, more more so than the Liverpool hate. I mean, I don't care. I mean, Liverpool you know, could have Lala's was loving it, too. Yeah, like, yeah. It's the only time he's going to tune in for Premier League. I think sometimes... And I think as Americans, American fans, we make the mistake of just geeing up and hyping up our players just because they are American. I tried to see the match as neutral as possible, but I'm, I'm a big fan of Brendan Aronson. But I have to say, like, the two Americans played the most, the two most pivotal roles in the team alongside with Jack Harrison and Rodrigo, who I, who I loved as well. Yeah. I mean, just a cohesive unit, and you'd think if they play like this every week, they're easily a top-table team. There was a howler from Joe Gomez, though. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, Joe Gomez is 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 uh, definitely prone to those quite often, and I think and he doesn't even have that pace to rely on anymore. Not the, anymore after the ACL tear. Yeah, and and then Virgil too, man. Like I think it was a uh, for what goal it was, um, but I think it was the second goal. It's like man, he's just he's a statue in moments where he looked more confident in putting his body on the line, things like that. He's he's more hesitant, and. Uh, Ultimately, though, I enjoyed watching Aronson the most. Tyler Adams is such a workhorse. I mean, a great showing for him against top opposition. So I enjoyed it. And well, isn't saw there a rumor that he's getting looks from Manchester United? Yeah, I have seen that. And, and you I, know, I'm, I'm curious to see what a, what a Tyler Adams and Casemiro double pivot would look like. And I think I, I don't that would be nice. That would be nice. But imagine, like, what... What better six Casimiro, is there the in the game? Had such a fucking good start to the season. Anyway, what? I mean, yeah, he's been he's been good. He's been, he's great. been good. Uh, he's been great. I think uh, Adams just learning from him would be good. You know, I don't know if they can coexist together in in a system that Ten Hag wants to put. Mm-hmm. Maybe if it's a more of a defensive assignment, but I think it's that's just the best six you can play behind. I to will, learn. you know, and, well, in terms of his quality. I think he's better than Scott McTominay. <laughs> that's what I was going to get at. I, I, well, I don't really rate McTominay all that high, and maybe that's me being a little unfair on him. But all the shit that, that people give to Maguire, you know, it, it could be dispersed a little more, like, towards someone like McTominay or, like, you know, Diogo Dalo or whatever. But yeah. anyway, continue with the leads. Yeah, no, I mean, leads look just, they look really good. Um, even defensively, you know, they, they make stops. Uh, you know, Luke Ayling and, and some of the guys in that team. I like, love that guy ever since that documentary. Yeah, yeah, he's a warrior. You know, he's one of those guys that really just fucking leaves it all out there. He's got to smoke weed, right? Yeah, I, does, I think so. He does so. yoga, smokes weed. I think once he retires, he's going to move to, like, Newport Beach and, you know, nice beach <laughs> house, smoke weed every day, surf. <laughs> and hopefully I, I meet him on a kickabout or something. But, uh, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, Luke, you'll be on the beach or something, you know, just with your friends, and you guys going to have a kickabout. He's like, 
hey, can I play? Can I? He, and he, he just can like I tears everybody up. Like, yeah, what the fuck? Oh, that's <gasps> that, yeah, you know. Uh, I'm nah, man. I would I would have to two foot him. Nah, just yeah, kidding. You know. Nah, but uh, yeah, that that was my favorite game of the weekend. I liked City's game as well. Um, but you know, it was actually. It was very competitive, surprisingly. It was tougher than it should have been. Yeah, and, but I think the Leeds game, just in terms of back-and-forth action, for me, was the, my favorite. Again, another thing, Newcastle looked really good. Like, goddamn. Yeah. Miguel Almiron really took Jack Relish's comments personally. Uh, it seems... Everybody loves to bring that up, by the way. I know. I think it, it, like those things are so overstated now. And I mean, I always talk about this, but we, we talk about sports in this way where... Well, one sports is either either you get a ring or you don't, or you get a championship or you don't. You and and in football, it's either you score your shit. Mm-hmm. If you're anywhere beyond the the midline, uh, the only players that get a pass on not scoring are defenders these days. It looks like, and then the whole thing with with Dalmino, he's scoring it, and like the optics look good. But I can't say that he's playing any different than he did before. There's a couple of his goals that you're like, wow. Look, Oh, there's like, some those, nice those goals. Those aren't yeah. those aren't you're not seeing those on a day to day basis. You know, those those are wonder goals. Um, so you have to you know you have to add that into the equation. You um, got to remember though, like he he joined Newcastle at a time when they were a relegation team, mm-hmm. and I yeah. think just the fact that he has a better team around them, it's given him a better chance to yeah. shine. Yeah, it's a combination of things. But yeah, I will yeah, say he definitely. looks really good. Yeah, I mean when responsibilities get get even dispersed, like yeah. yeah, spread out and. The, the level of, of your teammates is, is higher and stuff, and and everyone's position is focused on their thing. Mm-hmm. It works out so so much better. That's why the big teams are always better than everybody else. Yeah, you know, he's, versus, he's like, good, though. You know. Like, compared to anybody from this side of the world, he's one of the best at the moment, in the prem at least. Like, imagine if he was Canadian or Mexican or American, how hard he'd be getting, like... You know, and it's because we don't make those players really... And neither does Paraguay, by the way. I'm sorry. Yeah, but yeah, no, I, no. It's, it's kind of cool to see. That. I was going to say Venezuela, but yeah, he's from Paraguay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, uh, Roque Santa Cruz was probably the best one that I could say that I enjoyed watching at yeah, that European I mean, level. But yeah, you'd have to really think about it because even their big legends weren't doing it like that. Yeah, but... They, he looks good. Bruno Gumaitish looks good. I mean, that whole team that is, like, is fucking just, yeah, set. Really say it. Yeah. Uh, but Yeah, they look like one of the teams to beat. Right. But they're, I, I want to say sixth place? Sixth or fifth? Thereabouts, yeah. And, and, no, and it's crazy that, like, United have snuck their way into that. Yeah. Oh, no, Newcastle's in fourth. That's right, they are. And I was going to say, uh, Tottenham... I, I didn't watch that game, but I followed the result, and they were losing 2-0, you know? Yep. And they ca- they catch up. That they did. You know, it's like, this week has been pretty wild for them, including Champions League, um, which, by the way, that, that was a great game yesterday between Marseille and Tottenham. I was watching that. Um, unfortunately, it didn't go for Marseille's way, but it was just competitive. But Tottenham, man, uh, big points, because if they lose, they then they really start to fall. And, yeah, and it's against like so, someone that you wouldn't even... Oh, yeah, it shouldn't have been that, by the way. it's. I mean, at, at some point, you're thinking, wow, they're really about to lose 2-0. Yeah, Bournemouth, when, when I saw the result, because this was one of those games where I kind of wake up like early yeah. night, and I, this is always my reaction on a Saturday afternoon, like just half awake, fucking yeah. 5, 6 in the morning. I fucking wake up with one eye and look at my at the ESPN like the results I'm like I did a double take I was like yo Bournemouth are 
they they've been a thorn on the side for everybody. And, yeah, and they, I know they've taken points away from from different teams. I was like, fuck, they're really gonna do it. Wake wake up, or no, I keep up with it later on, and it's three two at the end. It's weird. It's weird how how it, I mean that I mean it could happen in any league, right? But I'm saying like there's always that one team. Last year it was Brentford. I still think Brentford even this year is, even is, though, is yeah. that, but you know, like I feel like Bournemouth have stepped up to that plate. It's fun to watch, you know. You know they're gonna give anybody a, a very stagnant fight as far as defensive, you know, setup. But that's the game. He's got to adapt. Yeah, um, yeah. That one was really interesting. Uh, uh, I, I guess the the one that was surprising most. And it had the biggest story around it was a uh, Brighton versus Chelsea. Oh right, yeah, it yeah. Was, uh, you know the um, Grand Potter visiting his old, you know, his old grounds, and there, there's a there's a little bit there too um, because they had Cucurella last season, maybe mm-hmm. their best player. Yeah. Uh, so they're also, I think, getting their like. Their head academy, like uh, scout as well from Brighton, Chelsea. Oh yeah. So there's just like a lot of entanglement there, yeah. So you know it was, you would assume, oh yeah, Chelsea just gonna walk all over these guys, but Brighton have, Brighton have stayed good. Deserby's really good, man. I have to say it's deserving of of ah, of, of uh, <laughs> wordplay of Brighton as well because they scout so well. Um, man, I. Uh, I say like if if Brighton's playing, I'm a watch, and if I'm awake, I'm a watch because they're they're a fun team to watch. You know? Yeah, it wasn't even they were better. Yeah, it wasn't oh, even like structure. like one of those like oh they just happened to get them on like counter attacks or or on some bullshit penalty. No, they they outplayed them for for like very very long portions of the game or a lot of portions. Are you bought into Trossard yet, or we're still gonna hold the <laughs> hold off on I, that? I feel. I don't know. I don't, I don't feel the same way that about him that I do about Mitrovic, let's say. Ooh, yeah, he's he's actually doing quite well too, but Yeah, yeah, no, he's doing well. But is he a good player? I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, Trossard's a good player, but I'm not like sold on him as being a top player. I I guess I guess I'll leave it at that. Mhm. Yeah. All right. No, it's it's fair. Like I think if you put him on an Arsenal or a, or a Liverpool or something, he's he's going to fall through the cracks. Fair yeah. play. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no, that, that game was interesting. And, um, you know, Chelsea, uh, they, they're, they're just going to be up and down for a yeah, while. Yeah, the, the result was 4-1. That, that's an ass whooping. I enjoyed that very much. Um, what else? Oh, so, like, I guess other subplots within the season right now is... Uh, I mean, the World Cup is in three weeks? Yeah, it's in three weeks. Yeah, 18 days. Fuck, you know? Less than, less than three weeks, I guess. So this means that <laughs> the season still has two more weeks until it stops. But we're, we're getting to that point where injuries are starting to mount. Yeah. And not Mason. Not Mason. So... I guess I guess there's some teams well maybe not the Prem because the things are kind of tight as it is like even Manchester City and Arsenal they're, they're on top but they're not on top by a whole lot no it's very like close you don't, to them. you don't want to drop points or you don't want to rest players if, if, if you can't or if you don't have to mm-hmm. 
Um, but I don't know. Teams. I, I know uh, Kareem Benzema didn't play today in Champions League. If if quote unquote if it wasn't necessary. Mm-hmm. So unless things got kind of dicey towards like the last twenty minutes or so, they weren't going to sub him. That leads me to think that they're going to rest him quite a bit from now on. Yeah. Or, or at least sub him out. You know, he's not going to play the full 90 like he was doing last season. Um, and Messi has a clause in his contract, apparently. So he's asked to to not be put on. If Argentina gets priority. Yeah, right. And I guess reportedly. I don't know if that's actually accurate or not. It could be. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, he is priority. Um, Argentina's priority for him, and he's priority in everybody's heart in Argentina. I mean, dude, every day I see new content of some, like, wild shit. Like, <laughs> there's this reporter who was like, hey, uh, my wife made this. I'll, it would be an honor if you wear it, and, you know, and just please don't throw it away. What is this pregame, and I guess Messi put it, like, on his uh, knee or, like, above his knee. Like It was like a, a band of some sort. And after the game, like, the reporter's like, what did you do with the band? And he just, like, shows it to him. And the dude, like, breaks down the tears. And he's so moved. Oh, God. Ah. And, and I'm like, and, and then he's like, he's different. He's different. And he starts <laughs> crying. But it's like, yeah, that, that whole thing is going to be wild, man. I'm enjoying it. Because not because I feel that way, per se, because I am a big Messi fan. But it's just comical because I've never seen anything like that, you know? Yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> it's It's wild. He he is a god to Argentines. Yeah, no, seriously, I guess, I guess it's almost unanimous too. But like, yeah, yeah. But like, our Argentines in, part, in particular, they're just. Uh, I'm sure if there was like, <laughs> I, I know this is kind of graphic, but if you were to like nut in a cup, yeah, and you gave it to man, he's like, oh, this is sperm. Then like, Ugh, no, gross. Oh, it's yeah. messy, and they're like, oh. It, oh, like then they'll rub their chin a bit. They're like, All right, they'll let, just let, do a cross me, on their head with let, it. Let me just. get it. <laughs> Some Simba action, uh, <laughs> <the> Lion King. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's insane, and it's not even just your citizens; it's the players too. The players, like, the too, players man. The way they the way they speak about them, like, no, we're not we're not playing this for us. We're playing it for Messi. Like, see. Are you kidding? Uh, Lisandro Martinez. Uh, they they asked him if uh, if he thinks like this is Messi's well, last me- World Cup. Yeah, yeah, they told him. Oh yeah, Messi says like, no, we're not gonna let him. No, absolutely not. No, no, he's crazy. No, he's gonna play. No, we're gonna make him. Yeah. But, Ah oh, man, it's just absurd. Yeah, it is it's pretty absurd. wild. Like to me, to me as like just another man. I, I don't know. <laughs> like you know how like in basketball, uh, like a bunch of players have signature shoes. Yeah, and it it kind of exists in football, not as much. Right. Like it's just maybe a different colorway because they all have the same shoe. Mm-hmm. But um, in basketball, you know, you have your Kobe's, your LeBron's, your Giannis, whatever. Um, if I was another professional. Mm-hmm. I'm not wearing any of their shoes unless maybe they're my teammate or like someone that yeah yeah you know I kind of grew up idolizing. But for for like the way that these guys speak about him and stuff, man. Oh, if Messi had a shoe, and yeah, stuff. yeah, and he kind of does have a signature line. But I don't know, man. These guys are off the fucking off the rail when it comes to Messi. It's, yeah, I it's see. Sickening. I see shit every day. It's, it's fucking funny. sickening. Ah. Uh. And at the same time, it's like, well, what what would you say the best player ever, or one of the the top three? Say, like, what kind of reception does he deserve? I think it equates to greatness, but it's always perplexing though, because it's like, wow, like yo, like you went that far. Um, do, but know. do the French think that about you know Zidane or, or Platini? Uh, do the ah, but see, I don't even think. Do the Brazilians <sighs> think that about Pele or, or Ronaldo? 
the Portuguese. I think the Portuguese are our dummy. I mean, you've seen the bus driver. I mean, there's a lot of instances. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. It. But like, they're they're not uh, the players. Uh, I, I guess it's also the way the player carries himself, the way that people see it. Oh, that too. Yeah, like yeah. you see, you see Ronaldo. You think egomaniac, which may very well be the case. Um, have you have you seen that mannequin challenge video? It's it's an old one of the Portuguese players in the locker room. Oh, okay, yeah, and yeah. They're, and they're all just like frozen, like looking at their phone or taking off their boots or whatever. And Ronaldo's in the very middle, in his underwear, yeah. flexing, just standing still. Like, uh, that's not the point of this, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he's vain for sure. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. But I think like people take that into account, and and players like very much take that into account. Oh yeah. So yeah, I, sure. I don't know if the Portuguese right as far. I'm sure they do, but, but not, not as hard as the Argentines at, at, like with Messi. But that's true for Argentines as a fandom of football, even well, before Messi. Well, yeah, with we Maradona. Had Maradona. Well, with Maradona, I think. By the way, did you see that statue? Yeah, that's really sick with dude, the barefoot. Yeah. Like a lot of the times, the statues are they're like kind of tacky. They're, yeah. they're they're just like unremarkable or or. But this one is Maradona running. He's on. He's in like a full stride, mm-hmm. and his left foot is barefoot. Yeah, yeah. And it's like polished in gold. Yeah, oh man, that shit is sweet. Yeah, it's pretty nice. And Napoli, Argentina, what's up? It's pretty cool when, when uh, Napoli fans talk about him. You know. Yeah, and Napoli fans probably revere Maradona higher than Argentines. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's pretty equal. It's pretty equal, but for sure, that's for such sure. a sweet statue. But you know, I digress. Uh, I, I'm, I'm tired of the knock shining of Messi. Mm-hmm. Like the fans, like you guys don't know, but you guys see it and and you think you know. So mm-hmm. you know that might, that might be a little more understandable. But the players, yeah. you guys, are, you guys are colleagues. You guys are competitors, even on some level. I think have some pride. It's funny because you mentioned the vanity thing with Ronaldo. I think Messi isn't he. I think he's vain, but not to that extent. He's, he's got an ego. He, he's definitely got to have an ego. Yeah, There's but no it's way. it's like very. It's very minimal. And I think he does a, a, it's just not a good job obvious, of I think. He, he shelters it. And I think he's also like, uh, for as great as he is, he he should be cockier, I think. But he's not. I think people love that, you know. And well, like, then there's that whole like thing of yeah. like, you know, people saying he's like kind of autistic. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's necessarily. I think he's just kind of socially awkward. But Vladimir Putin is the same. So, I mean, it's, it's weird. It's, yeah, it might be a, a thing like that. But. Yeah, the way that players defend them, it's, it's crazy. You know, Emmy, Mar- Emmy Martinez saying, you know, when he talks, everybody's quiet. I'm like, shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. I, uh, I, like, I, under- I don't understand that concept. I'm, I mean, I'm the kind of guy, like, on a pitch, if someone, like, kind of, like, roughhouses my teammate or something, I- I'm there running and, you know. Yeah. I- I'm, uh, you know, I'm Rudiger about it. Mm-hmm. But off the field and stuff, just, like, you know, I'll babysit for him. I'll wash his car. You know, I'll do I'll his make, chores. Yeah. You know, I'll make sure his butthole's nice and shaved. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Ah, uh, I mean, it's... Martinez can. Yeah, I'm I think not. well, the, the guys probably would fight. I mean, I'm sure there's gonna be some <laughs> kind of scuffle on who gets to be his roommate for the World Cup. Oh yeah, oh now that Coon's not involved. Ah, uh, too soon. Yeah, that'd be cool if he gets like an honorary invite just to be there. But um, yeah, man, that's it's gonna be fun. Can't wait for the World Cup. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. But there, there are a few players that that are out for sure. Bogba came out the other day, maybe even yesterday. Just he had a thigh injury, and there's kind of speculation from Juve's 
like one of their trainers or something saying, oh, uh, Manchester United must have known about this. And when, when I read that, I'm like, hold on a second. Well, don't you guys do physicals? Mm-hmm. Or is that all for show? Because if you did physicals the way it's intended, then you would have known that there was some, some sort of injury there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and furthermore, why are you looking at Manchester United? Why aren't you looking at Pogba for not reporting the severity as well? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, you know, and that, that's all on the side. But you know, it, it turns out that he's not going to be able to participate in the World Cup, and he was huge for France last time around. His levels dropped since then for sure. Oh, massively! I don't I, know if he would have the same impact. Yeah, even I if mean, he was healthy. Truthfully, like, I know he's not going. I don't think France lose much, you know, personally. Uh, because I think every midfielder played well on that team as far as, like, Blaise Matuidi back then and Golo Kante. I mean, it's Who like... also's not going. Yeah, yeah. That, that one for me, I mean, it's just as important. But I think, like, they have so many great players. I mean, you put in Chuameni and Kamavinga and you're short up. That's what I'm saying. I mean, and, and sure, there's an experience there. But, like, they're still very good and able. They're, and and relatively speaking, Kante and Pogba at that point were kind of inexperienced. They were still pretty young. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, they were very good. But, like, I, I don't think in a team like that, like France, these guys are, you know... Uh, pick and swap and you know you can I think you'll, they'll be fine but I don't I don't personally don't have France as a favorite to win it all but I think they're gonna be good even with Pogba or without you don't have them like a top 14 no no personally no oh I mean if they are there oh. maybe four barely but like I oh. I just like other teams more as far as the upside they have um but you well, know upsides are like a you know like a future thing too right Cause yeah for World sure Cup is like, like we said, in and the, a lot of the greatness people refer to France is off of past stuff, and I think with the exception of Mbappe, there's nobody with an upward trajectory besides the two young midfielders that I mentioned. There's nobody else um, in that front three, especially in oh, that front, in three. front three. I mean, no, the whole team, the whole team. Let's go, Chuameni, Kamavinga, and Mbappe. After that, not a lot of guys move me. Kunde. Ah uh, man, he's coming off of an injury. I mean, I'm, and even even then, he's like okay, like. Uh, uh, they you know their biggest weakness I think is the right back because Pavard has not. Yeah, he's he's still riding off of that goal. Yeah, and I will maintain that. I think even what about even, the Hernandez brothers? They're okay. They're okay. They're good. But I'm saying like we saw what they did in the Euros. They weren't good either. You know, they were actually very bad. And I think Benzema, it's it's dope. You know that. I don't know if he's going to participate in a lot of minutes, but... Well, he's a starter for sure, but I, I think I know what you're getting at. He's not... I mean, he's still going to be a factor. He's, I just, he's going to he's gonna have to give like a really good 60 minutes every match because yeah. he, he will get subbed out. We're also not seeing the best version of Griezmann anymore. Uh, Dembele, I think, can be a factor, but... Dembele again, is still really fucking good. Yeah, but how reliable, you know, that's my thing, you know. But I, been, I think he's really he's good. He's probably been Barcelona's best player. Yeah, but uh, uh, besides Lewandowski, who's been who's been scoring? No, but you but know, Dembele has been creating makes, a lot. He, for that he's team. been even making goals on his own, like just mm-hmm. with dribbling. Yeah, and, I, I think they're they're both good, the, but yeah. But sorry, I, like I, I, just one to digress back, it's like France are good, maybe top four, m- maybe. But I like I like teams like Portugal more. I like teams like Spain for more. And, and I think and I think Portugal, their biggest weakness is the. 
fucking bonehead manager they have. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, France's manager isn't that great either. I Deschamps oh, he's is... a dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. But I, in terms of cohesiveness... Because, you know, there's a lot of egos in the France locker room and a lot of disagreements. I mean, we got guys casting spells on each other and shit like that. Um, <laughs> well, I, I just don't well, trust that team. One of injured, so he's... So, so he's going to be casting more. That's the thing, uh, you know? He's going to have time. He's going to have voodoo dolls and shit. Yeah, nah, but uh, I think Brazil and Argentina are easy shoe-ins, and then it's like... Uh, you know, for Argentina, doesn't do it for me. Ah... Uh, Fair play. But, but, but you, you could you could you say are, a lot. You could you, say the same thing that I'm saying for France about Argentina, yeah, by the way. Yeah, yeah. But Julian Alvarez, ooh man, I think he's gonna be a revelation. But we'll see. We'll see. That's like expecting. Um, I don't know. Ferran Torres. Uh, yeah, exactly. To me. Ah. Uh, to me, I uh, like he like he's done good with what he has, but he he's still young. Oh, I know. Yeah. I mean, Holland is young too. He's you know? got an upside though. He's got an upside, but. He's <sighs> currently not near what he can be or what he might be. I think even today his his standard is high. You know, he scored today, assisted today against Sevilla. But even then, every game he puts in a shift, man, yeah. he's so good. Yeah, you would uh, hope that a 19-year-old puts in a shift. Oh, for sure, for sure. And, and that's something that maybe Dembele can't give you, Mbappe can't give you. Oh. And when I say a shift, I mean uh, like off-the-ball movement, pressing, uh, ball retrieval. These guys, they're not they're not cut like that, and I'm not expecting from well, Messi some, either. So, some systems, and obviously some teams with certain personnel, they they don't need all the players to be doing that. Of course, of course not. But you know, it's a good indicator, and it it means that you can offer a lot to a team yeah. instead of it just standing standing and filling your arms like. That's something that you won't see out of Julian Alvarez, which which I can commend. Running into space, um, he's yeah. very you're, good at you're that talking too. about Mbappe, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's not only Mbappe. Players like Mbappe who obviously have a big ego and, and aren't really... They're not going to like, lower themselves to do some of the off-the-ball chore work, you know? And, and You mean defensive work? Well, it's not only defensive. Some of it is, is also, like, running more, you know, to create spaces for other players, things like that. Um, yeah, that's just... I mean, I can't expect that out of Messi either, right? Because well, he's no, past that. I mean... You know, he's past and, that. Really. And, and Argentina would be stupid, too. To base a team like that, we know what Messi is, and we know what we're gonna get out of Messi. Well, at this age, yeah, um, it's it's expected. Even before, though, even before he was, he would actually press a little bit more. Still, it's like Bernardo Silva too. You know, that's another guy that you know he's he's a hound, and you'll see like you don't get that out of every player. I just feel that Argentina has more of those players in France, um, and it's not only Alvarez, by the way. There's other guys, but. It's going to be fun. It's a, I mean, like I said, my, you know, it's Brazil, Argentina. The technical Argentina. teams are always going to find a way to not uh, to not have to run as much, to let the ball do the work. And then there's teams that are going to be physical. And Argentina traditionally has been, like, a little more finer in, in terms of the way that they're going to play on the ball, the way they're going to create space, the way that they're going to let the ball make the movement and, and make magic out of nowhere, like with Riquelme and shit like that. Yeah. But now I think... It's I a different they, team now. Yeah, right. Yeah, now they've shifted into a way where they're going to get a little gritty. They're going to they're going to make things hard for you. They're going to two foot you. They're going to they're going to yeah. make you feel pain and shit. And there and I think there can be and a world where there can be that work ethic and that talent but, and technique. Yeah, and they'll always have that sort of magic. Um, you know, Lautaro can come up with stuff. Obviously, Messi's going to come up with things. Um, but I don't know. They don't really. 
I, off the top of my head, don't have those kind of magicians in bunches anymore. Maybe the Maria, if he's healthy enough. Yeah, um, you know, it's it's a that's the thing. I don't think it, yeah, but you know, a lot of times, even when they had when Argentina had re- like solid strikers, they would underperform. I think it's just it's not so much talent; it's more yeah, hard work that will get them past you know certain games, but. It's all very, you know, we won't know until we see it. I guess that's why my own personal perception of them isn't as high is is because they're not as talented as before. And for me, and on the contrary, I believe hard work beats talent, which is like cheesy as fuck. But I do believe that, you know, truthfully. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what, you know, Italy, that when they won the Euros... They weren't necessarily the most talented. I mean, let's be real. They I, have, well, I, you know, aside from Keza and maybe Bel, uh, not Belotti, uh, starts with a B. I'm forgetting Barella. Barella. It's like they don't got magicians at all, by no means. You know, they're they have a trunk at striker. You know, <laughs> <laughs> un tronco, un tronco. But, you know, it's like I feel like there there has to be cohesiveness, and I have not gotten that from France for a while now. It's been indicated yeah, in the past I, tournaments. You know, the, the I think the chemistry is 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 definitely key, which is what they had in 2018. And like I'm saying, a lot of a lot of a lot of those like rougher edges, like the the physical aspect, they do have. Mm-hmm. But they also have a lot of that technical part. Now it's a lot of like being able to mold those egos and massage that. And I well, Deschamps is one of those egos. Yeah. So yeah. I don't. I don't know if if um, if they're going to make it just for that reason. You know, England is is another example of a, a very talented and technical team, although now very hampered by injuries. But you Starting know, I to. just have nothing to go off of to suggest that they're going to be, you know, world movers. You just you just got to hope, right? You, like ah, you, you just got to hope that that they're going to figure something out, but. Nothing about Southgate thus far has convinced me otherwise. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, we're kind of getting into the, in, like in depth with it, but well, we could we'll maybe possibly to, leave it for like a you know yeah for for you know the just in two a little weeks. Uh, preface hey, as they Siri, say. Remind me in two weeks. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I don't even know how we came to this, but I I think uh, all the injuries. Injuries, yeah. Um, and I, by mentioning England, by the way, a team that has very much been affected by that uh i think chills yeah Chilwell, kyle walker's still out i mean it's just everywhere um calvin phillips who Is I, Reece I thought James, could, Reece James got picked up an injury too yeah reese um god why not harry kane <laughs> nah just kidding <laughs> he's man. been pretty good lately though yeah he's he's up there with mitro right now well as far as goals concerned um yeah man We'll yeah, see. Uh, yeah. The World Cup is is in a funny state, um, but you know we've been saying it for a while. It's, I mean, I hate, I hate it. I, I, I really don't. Qatar doesn't deserve it. The whole timing of it is the fucking worst. Um, now, if they're gonna alternate between Northern Hemisphere World Cups and Southern Hemisphere World Cups, you know, from now on, cool, whatever. But. It, that's not going to be the case. We're just making an exception for uh, for Qatar because, I mean, this is not fact, but this is my own personal feeling, and, I, and I'm pretty sure this is the way it happened. It's just they, they threw a bag at all of FIFA's people and said, we're going to have a World Cup, and you guys are going to fucking like it. And they threw all these empty promises of being able to make it in the summer. They didn't. 
they pushed it back to winter now. So now we got to fucking deal with it, right? All these players in the middle of their season only going to have a week, if that, to get together, train, and get ready for a World Cup. It's fucking bullshit. On top, on top of all the fucking uh, human rights violations that these motherfuckers have gotten away with. And that will get away with. And I'm still going to watch. I'm going to take days off to watch these fucking matches. Yeah. It makes me sick. And the Brazilian World hypocrite. Cup also had its, its you know, uh, dirty, you know, uh, skeletons as well. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I think, like, every World Cup to an extent, it's, all, it's a bid well, at the end of like, the day. Cool World Cups that, that are hosted by, by countries that aren't ready to host them. Yeah, I if mean, you have to they're, they're going to be ready, stadiums. though. Yeah, they're going to be ready, though. It's the first World Cup to ever happen in a Middle Eastern state. I don't... If this could have been played at any other... It could have been in Saudi Arabia, Arab Emirates. People would have had the same reaction. Yeah, because I, those countries don't... Never traditionally had a good team. Yeah, and I don't think that should be the reason. South Africa historically has had just pessimistic teams terrible and they still host and the they World still, Cup and well they had the same issues that I'm talking about yeah and but, but, I, but the I, thing is is I don't know if those and I guess like we're getting into semantics now but I don't know if those stadiums and that tournament was based on built built off of slave labor I mean the way the way that it's Qatar not, has people refer cutters. to it as slave labor and I think like that's it's a bit extreme. It's it's like man, like I think we we're way too extreme with that. Sure, people have died, you know, working in extreme climates. People die every day in the U.S. working in construction, in oil drilling, and very yeah, dangerous yeah. jobs. Do, do you know these people had their their passports like physically removed from their bodies and made to sleep like five or six people high? And they also in took huts. in a lot of money to go to this country. In their countries, they're not even being paid remotely close to what they're being paid in Qatar. But so you you take a risk, no, you get the reward. They're making a lot of money. Well, they're making much more than they would in their home countries. Otherwise, more, they, they wouldn't be leaving, you know? Yeah, and now, so, and now they're like... They're they're stuck to stay like they they can't no, decide. Not not all of them, by the way. There's 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 few instances of that, and now there's agencies that protect these people working there, and it's been in place since 2018. So I feel like people get love to get carried away in that narrative. Sure, it's happened. It's happened, and it's happened more than it did in Brazil and, and any other World Cup. But I I think it's just virtue sig- signaling on behalf of people. It's like, sure sure maybe you don't like it that it's in the winter. At the same time, now players are not playing a World well, Cup well, I, after I a full you, season of, of football. I gave you my, my pros yeah. of, of why it's why why it being in the winter is good. I I really don't think it makes a difference personally. I think it makes a huge difference. It's not a huge difference because at the end of the day, you played in the summer. You're coming off of a full run of games of a full season, so players are injured at the end of the season too. By, so it's the, the same time, thing. By the time the World Cup hits in what's normally June. Uh, on a regular World Cup, most players have had a month off. And two weeks compared to a month? It's what's, not two what's weeks the- because, because we're looking at the Prem. The Prem is playing up until like eight days before the World Cup. So they'll be fresh then. They'll be in, in season shape so they can maybe actually... Be, and that's one thing, but there's also like those season injuries. And and so those season injuries could have happened in June before a World Cup, and you might be out two months anyway. So I think it's and it, there's games every three days. 
and that and there's games every three days in in the regular league anyways so i mean it's just like very like i think people already have a stance on it and they've had it for a while and i think at some point you have to examine i know it's a very popular opinion to be anti-qatar and anti-world cup well it's shady the way the way everything went down oh and man and i feel like people got a lot to learn because that's what football is it's money it's corruption that's that's part of it if if you don't if you don't if you can't live with that then don't watch the sport don't watch the World Cup. That's that's my thing. Like I'm I'm watching it because it's still gonna be 90 minutes of 11 versus 11 football on on grass imported from Georgia, and it's still gonna <laughs> it's still gonna be a round ball. It's still gonna be great players. I I, I don't know, man. I I think it's a terrible thing. I, it's I a terrible thing. Every World Cup like, is terrible. Fact, then well, you know, I, I, I just know, because I, this, this one maybe is the worst. But I mean, it, come on, yeah, man. I'm it, not gonna. It's the worst, I, and I'm not gonna justify it that it's. That just because everything else has been already bad, that that I should just be okay with it. Like I've been saying it for for years now. That this this one is I don't know. I'm obviously I'm gonna watch it. I, I love the sport and and I'm gonna watch it for the sport. But it's no, still knowing how it's come up, man. Just knowing the Russian World Cup was dirty too. You know, like I didn't feel like I didn't feel great watching it, but it was still football. You still enjoy it. Um, you know, that's a country. And that, that one was like probably my least favorite world cup that i've seen and and that's just where, where that football's going though it's gonna go to the to, to the highest bidders you I, know i don't know man the, the the one in 2026 sounds like it's gonna be okay well yeah because it's in it's on our side of the world but if it happened in malaysia singapore and wherever you would have had a different opinion are they developed no they're they not but that doesn't one? that doesn't make a difference for it me it does make it doesn't make to a me difference. it doesn't because it, it doesn't matter because it's still gonna be things, played think things won't things won't have to be set aside and changed well, you know what? I prefer to give opportunities to countries that have never experienced the World Cup than to keep playing So long it. as they're ready. No, I agree with that. No, I 100% agree and, with and that. And they are so ready. So long as they're fucking ready. When they won the bid, they didn't say, okay, the World, the World Cup starts today. It starts in 12 years since they won the bid or where, whatever the years mm-hmm. were. So it will be ready. No, and, and they in promised a ton of shit that, it, that, that just yeah. was not true. Well, in 18 days, it'll be ready. There's air-conditioned stadiums, top-of-the-line uh, commodities. I mean, I, 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 I don't know why, but I feel like it's such you can't a popular. Kiss your girlfriend in public. You can't even be drunk. All right. Well, are you, you going? Are you going to kiss your girlfriend? If that's the case, go to Third Street Promenade. You know what I mean? I'm going to watch a football game. And sure, maybe they don't allow beer. Maybe that's a good thing. Beer isn't necessarily the best for you. Let's be. Let's keep it a stack. So you know, it, we have problems with hooliganism in football, and when people try to rectify it and apply rules and guidelines, now we want to moan about it. It's still gonna be football, man. We're we're doing it for the spectacle of the sport. I, I, that's my stance, and I well, feel like it's a very experience. it's and and I'm not gonna experience it. I'm gonna be experiencing it through pixels on a television screen. I'm not gonna be there. Why why am I gonna moan about it? You know, it's such a popular opinion, like I said, and 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 I understand it, but I'm kind of sick of it now. It's like, all right, it's a month away. You know, just shut up and enjoy it. And if you're gonna keep moaning about it and don't talk about it and don't watch it. And and that's my TED talk. I'm yeah, sorry, yeah, but yeah, I have no, to. No, yeah, I have to. We can't be binary about it. I just I gotta take my side on it because I I think it's it's annoying already. It's like you can't complain about it and then you're still gonna watch it now. I sure it has major flaws. Okay, but that's not gonna affect the football. I, at least I feel. Well, we we were just talking about injuries. And in, say if the World Cup wasn't gonna happen this winter, these guys are still injured. I'm sorry, it doesn't make a difference. They're not getting injured because Qatar's coming up. They're getting injured because a ligament in their body unfortunately gave out after years of and play. This happens all the time. It does. It does. Yeah, yeah. So it why does. am I gonna? I but, mean, it's tough. But, you know. But but you also have shit like Kyoming Sung who got popped in the eye, in the 
eight, week eight, week ten, whatever it is now. Who might not play? I mean, I, I don't think it's all that serious, but shit like that. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't think that's like. And we're talking about if ands and buts. Yeah. Would have, could have, should have. But that's the reality. Yeah, if he would have maybe like fell like maybe three centimeters to the left or whatever, how he got injured, he wouldn't have had a, a whatever no, you know, orbital fracture. Uh, yeah, we could do if ands and buts, but the reality is, if you're not ready in two weeks, you're not going on the plane. Simple as. You got hurt. Oh well, it happens all the time. The only difference is before you had a month of preparation. Okay, big whoop. Now you have two weeks. You have one week. Whatever. I don't know, man. I, I just Did, think. Do you understand how much a month is versus yeah. two weeks? Yeah, for sure. And by the way, the World Cup's still going to be around in a month. So, like, you know, if you're healthy enough, you'll make it eventually. If not, well, tough break. I'm going to give credit to all the guys that are, that are healthy, that are making it, and good for you. Good fortune. Go on. I'm not going to moan it's about it. It's not always about you. Play, players, players get injured all the time, man. I'm, I'm not going to sit here. And my, my, the teams that I support, my players get injured all the time, and it sucks. That's life, though, man. At the end of the day, you know, they're, they're very well you know, well off. I'm not going to sit here and moan about that, you know, and worry about them. And I'm like, okay, bro, you got injured. There's there's always that argument, right? Where like a player is like commenting on, you know, whatever X thing. And then the, the instant reply right below it is, Oh, boo hoo. You're making millions fucking, you know, in, Mm -hmm. in in a hot stadium or something like that. Uh, I don't know that that doesn't like, like problems are relative. For sure, for but sure. Problems are relative. What, what what sucks to me might be your best day, you know. And what's your best day might be the worst thing to me. I I don't I don't think that necessarily mean, makes things right. I don't think it necessarily makes things wrong. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess it's good. I guess it's good to have that that sort of I don't know like discourse because because things aren't set in stone. Things aren't in black and white. I I can see your points. I mean, uh, there's players that got injured last year, right before the World Cup, that missed it. Nobody, nobody kicked up a fuss because it was in the summer. Man, like, come on, let's get a grip. Quo. You know, it's just like it happens every year, every World Cup. I should say, every cycle, players miss World Cups. I'm sorry, it's like, man, why, we're acting like we we just seen something for the first time ever, and it's it's all Qatar's well, fault well, too. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, it, well, it is. <laughs> it, well, it's FIFA's uh, fault. Let's it's play, it's, let's it, play you know, it's soccer for existing then, because that's why these guys get injured. They play sports. That's part of the sport. You get injured. Yeah, I mean, sure, if your recovery time is a week or if it's four months, that has no bearing on the World Cup hosting nation or when the World Cup is held. It's just it's just a reality. You know, what I mean, I, I just. Well, you're not wrong with that. I just but think I don't think anyone's saying that. It's a cheap cop out. I, I mean, to say, oh well, man, just because there's only now a week or two weeks of preparation. Well, oh, this is a terrible world. Preparation cup now. is fucking key. Oh, come especially on, man. When, especially when you're only playing four games a season. International or, or football is international yeah. football, yeah, no, man. No, you it, put it, out your best lineup and you make it work. These guys, yeah, you're right. They don't get coached every every week by their managers because I don't think they need no. to. That's that's international football. So what's what's a month compared to Tactics two weeks? Tactics are hugely important. Not in international football. Yes, I'm sorry. they are. No, that, that's yes, the, they absolutely are. Not compared to club football. And that's the problem. You're, you're making club football standards try to work with international, and that's not how it works, man. 
Like you, you swear like they study film of teams and 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 plan on who's gonna be where. They don't. They don't, they don't do you it don't to the. They, they don't do it to the same depth they as can't. club football. They can't. And that's but, my but, point. So but, why but, why are we gonna complain it, about? But to give it less importance is ridiculous. It is. It I'm is not gonna agree with that. You, no, you don't no, have to. You don't have to agree with me because it's not true. Well, if they sit in the fucking full room just as much. No, no, they don't. They they absolutely do. Because club football is different. You play certain teams twice a year. Uh, and there's different tactics that you prepare for, like free-flowing football and, and really build-up play, especially from the back to the front with players switching positions and things like that, is much more prevalent in club football than it is in international football. It's the same reason why teams like Italy can win a whole Euro by being a park and, and counter team. And, and defensive teams get... They get the biggest piece of the pie in these tournaments. And that's very simple to coach. It's the easiest kind of football to coach. That's where I'm coming from. I believe so. And you don't have to agree with me. No, look at all the winners. Look at all the winners that that have won it. Okay. How many of them them are are counterattacking teams? You tell me. France is a counterattacking team, right? Are they they're, not? They're explosive. They're a dynamic team. Yeah, they're team. dynamic. They're dynamic. And, and if you can defend well and combine that kind of dynamism. And have a strong midfield. Yeah, and you're going to have a really attack, good chance. Yeah. yeah and but score if, a lot of goals. Um, but if, you, if, you, if you're an all-out attacking team, you can get bounced in the group stage. That's just the way it works. But, you know, I, my point being is that international football has never been meant to be this in, intricate style of play. It's very simple, and it's why the U.S. struggles is because they try to make it too intricate with players that aren't built for that. That's not why. No, it's, it's a big reason why. And, you might not, why. I, and you might not agree no, with it. That's fine. Because that's what the U.S. has been uh, uh, as of late. But the last time U.S. was in the World Cup was eight years ago, and it was a completely different landscape. So well, like, no, I, no, I I'm talking about the U.S. relative to today. I'm talking about Greg Berhalter and the way that yeah. and the, and the kind of fine. format that he's trying to implement. He's he's making a mistake, and it's why they're losing games. It's it's much wow. better well, for you to be. He's not being a good coach. The no no and 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 that's a different topic for a different day. But I'm saying the sim, the simplest tactics sometimes work the best in these kind of tournaments. You don't have to do this crazy you know uh, total football fluid uh, Gegenheim press to win. But, you know, that's something that you do at club level. I, I just don't think... And by the way, we're acting like these, these national teams haven't had windows to play with their team. So they already well, have an idea. that's why chemistry is important. Yeah, No, of I mean, it's, it's chemistry, but it's not tactics so much as it is letting the lads play. But, you know, we might, we might disagree on that. And it's the same for, by the way, like in, in uh, FIBA, basketball. These guys aren't, aren't drawing up plays. They're doing the very simplest type of format. And it's just talent at that point. Talent, you know, and, and, and you know, working hard off the ball and sweating the shirt the way that Mexico I th- would. I think, um, I think giving yourself, at, at the very least, two, three weeks to prepare f- for a tournament is a lot more beneficial than, than letting the lads play, as you said. Well, I mean... I, I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't reduce it that much. I, it's like, you're right. It's not as intricate and you... Obviously, you're not going to fucking instill a style of football that maybe like a Jurgen Klopp or Pep Guardiola or, or Mourinho is going to instill on a team's identity because that's a multi-year project versus... Exactly. Versus that's, a, yeah, yeah. It's not going to be that complex, but there's still a lot that you can work on and there's still, there's still things that you're going to have to instill on a team. It's not just simply picking the best players that have the same nationality. I actually think that is that is exactly what it is. because It, it has to, yeah, on, on, some, on some level, yeah, you, you do have to pick the best players. But a lot of the times, you're like, well, why isn't this guy starting? Why isn't that guy even being called up? Et cetera, et cetera. And, and a lot of it might be politics. A yeah, lot of yeah, it yeah. might be, you know, just, 
just whatever team he's on, et cetera, et cetera. But, but I, I'm not going to sit here and, and pretend that they're not looking at film and they're, they're not going to, they're, and they're going to completely negate tactics. That's, I don't, I don't think that's, that's valid at all. That's fair. I, you know, I just, I don't, I don't seem to have that same idea of international football just cause I've seen it so long. And realistically, well, like you said, when you ma- you have a project, you build a team and get players that fit your system. I can't look at Dimitri Payet, or that's maybe a bad example. I can't look at Bernardo Silva and say, oh, well, he's Argentine because we want him to play our style and he fits this position. Whereas in club football, you can go for That's a how four- it used to be, though. Nah, well, I, that's how it used to be. I don't, I don't know, but I'm just saying for, for today's purposes... You can't do that, and you can do that in club football. You can go and scope a player from a whole other league, another country, and so on. But really, in reality, you have to work with what you have. So, and, and even if you have this great idea of what kind of football you have, if you have two corpulent nines and you don't have a guy <laughs> that can play, a, like I say, a false nine, that's just the reality. So you're going to put on the best 11 you can. And, and I think the simpler tactics work best. And, and, I think, and I think there's a reason why someone like Dimitri Payet, who's Probably got all the talent in the world isn't getting called up well, anymore. I was, I he's know. fresh on my mind because I, I was know, watching I know, the but, Marseille but like, game. Yeah, but but like that that brings up a good point. Is like as talented as he is, and as much of a game he can change on, on one one free kick or whatever, he's not getting called up, and and it's you know kind of yeah. weird. It's interesting you mentioned that too because I think one area that can be worked on the most mm-hmm. and in the simplest manner and will can win a lot of games in these kind of circumstances is set pieces. You said free kicks, corner kicks you know, deliveries into the box. I feel like that's much more, uh, maybe easier to work on, I'd imagine. And I think things like that, but I, you know, it's going to be interesting to see. And I think a lot of these managers already have an idea of what they want to execute. Practicing set pieces, man. Dude, it's, it's a fucking pain. I used to have a a coach that that's all he did. And like, mind you, we were the smallest team in the league and that's all he wanted to train because he was, that's how he grew up. Like he, he played a system where where they were like very set piece heavy, but yeah. we were like very technical, very small, very like you know mm-hmm. like you know a bunch of fucking, bunch of fucking Mexicans. Let's be honest. Yeah. So yeah. like, so but but all that training is is like we we got to get this right. We got to drill this. Like even though we're not good at this, we have to drill this. And and those kind of things they they they, they do take work. And and you're not really gonna like run. You're not really like running like fucking inverted fullbacks if you're fucking France, right? Because that that team is not built for that. Yeah. But if you had a whole year to work on it, maybe. And I think that's yeah, that's where the and I I agree. I think having a month or three weeks even is much more beneficial than a week. But no other team is gonna have more time. It's all gonna they're all gonna have the same. Yeah. yeah, So it's it's fair, but I understand the injury thing. Yeah. I just feel like I'm so I'm so over it. It's it's gonna probably like it's gonna be one of like two extremes. It's gonna be like either extremely like high scoring and hugely entertaining. Or it's going to be fucking just, like, just working through the motions and fucking slogging through, like, sloppy, unfamiliar players. Yeah, if it is entertaining and stuff, people are going to be... And I'm not going to be this person, but I know a lot of people that might agree with me are going to be like, oh, it's it's supposed to be a bad World Cup, right? You know, they're going to do a lot of that shit. (laughs) I think it's football, man, and and it'll be the quality stuff. As far as the football goes, I I have not made up my mind about it. I, I don't think I can. I... Objectively, objectively speaking, 
there's no way anyone can really, but you know, I I personally think that it's just gonna be a fucking like a a, a free for all, like a death match. <laughs> you know, like the, like those battle royales where it just fucking yeah. shit's going. I think it's gonna be crazy as fuck. I was uh, watching a, a documentary like a few days ago um, about how like some of the stadiums were built, and um, so a lot of them are gonna have uh, AC vents at like the bottom mm-hmm. and kind of just throwing the like, cold air out. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like the the stadiums will be well tempered for what you know as far as weather is concerned. Well, but, that was the promise for it to be able to sustain the summer uh, temperatures. Yeah, yeah. But but they figured out, I think, like, three years ago that it wasn't going to be good enough to the point where people are going to be comfortable because it was still going to be hot as fuck. Mm-hmm. So they're like, yeah, we're in that, and that's when they decided that they're going to have to move it to the winter. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, um, anyway, World Cup injuries... Yeah. Uh, and I get it. I get it. Like th- th- this always happens. There's always someone that misses it that that w- that should have been there. Um, I, I get. I guess now because we're seeing it like on a club level, like Pogba. Ha- I don't think he's played at all for Juve, right? No, no. He's man. You know, I was thinking the last World Cup when Royce got hurt, and he's like, yeah, he's probably never gonna play one again. <sighs> Shit like that sucks, and it happens. You know, it's unfortunate. Did, uh, didn't he get injured at some point? I, uh, I, yeah, and it was leading up into it, I believe. And it might have been like a friendly. Um, no, but I, mean, I mean, this season. Oh, this season, yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm I not, mean, the dude always fucking picks on him. That's just Royce's fucking career. I think the one that hurts more, uh, and even though I'm not like a fan of the player or the club, but uh, Varan, because that's somebody that I think could have made a difference and a, re- a real good sending off for him. Where that veteranship, as far as the defender's concerned, I think you're still top. Um, you know, and, and, you know, especially for the national team, it sucks that he's not going to be able to be there. Um, you know, I think that for me is Wait, more meaningful. He's definitely out. I want to say, uh, from what I've heard, but I don't know if it's official. But I'd imagine. Let's see here. Um, I'm just looking into it because I know, I know he was like, yeah, crying. It, it, yeah, when he got hurt a couple weeks ago. Um, um, that for me is a bigger blow than Pogba. Oh. Oh, for sure. I, 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 yeah. Because now they have I, what Kimpembe and right Kunde, but Kunde, you know, he's Kunde's good, good. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he's a. Uh, he might be. He might still make it. But then you have to think about match fitness, which everyone's going to be on. And form, you know. Yeah, form, form. match fitness. Uh, just wearing that badge, you know, you know, it does something to you. So. Um, you know, I guess we'll have to keep an eye on that. I hope he makes it. I actually love Varane as a defender. That's just that's just uh, my bias, though. <laughs> you know. Nah, no, nah, he's yeah, he's top. Um, all right. Um, uh, so uh, uh, other news that that kind of came up. Um, I don't know if we talked. Well, I wait. I think we did talk about this. All all uh, Spanish teams other than Madrid are out of Champions League. And as of today, Atletico Madrid are out of Europe mm-hmm. as a whole, which yeah. is kind of kind of crazy. You have to wonder, like, what kind of um, what kind of finances they find themselves depending on getting. Like, they they budget depending on Champions League football 
and then they have to fucking shift to okay now now we have to depend on your uh, Europa League and then as of yesterday have to be like, oh, and we're not getting any European revenue after today yeah so that, that's gonna affect them and then you also have to think about I mean, obviously At that point, the they got to sell Joao Felix. Yeah, yeah. You, you have to think about the other players, but in particular, okay, Joao Felix, you got to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, by the way, when he comes on as a sub, he, I mean, he kind of, he scores, you know, he still looks like a good player there. Somebody's got to take advantage of that. He's spry. Yeah, no, you, you have to. Liverpool? You have to take your chance. There, there was this report that Liverpool are, are setting aside, um, <laughs> They're setting aside a hundred million for for Drew Bellingham. Um, newsflash, guys. Um, that's it's, he's gonna cost more than that. Yeah, I, I saw that. Report. Why not? Why not put that towards Joao Felix? Hey, I think it's a it would be a good buy. Um, more so because his value is, I think, undermining his talent now. Well, his his value's probably taking a shot. So yeah, he's he, he'll he'll be on a bargain. But another thing is, do they need him? I really would have to imagine where he fits. Oh. And I don't know what, what idea Klopp would have for him or if Klopp will even be around in in a year's time because I, it's looking shaky. Um, you know, it, you're right. You're right. They haven't performed well. They haven't done well. He's kind of unhinged a little bit. and, and He looks know, annoyed for sure. In, yeah. in terms of like public relations, but I would say that he's he's done enough to, Buy to, him warrant, some time. to, to warrant a bad season. Uh-huh. That, no, like sure. I guess I guess that's like a kind way to put it because right now they've been shit to their standard. Um, but no, Liverpool are good at that. They don't sack their managers quick. They gave Brendan Rad- Rodgers a lot of time, <laughs> which might have been a mistake. Yeah, they they might have held on to him for a season too long, or like half a season too long at that. Yeah, but um, but but say say um, Steven Gerrard doesn't slip, and Rodgers gets. Gets a Liverpool title. They mm-hmm. might have held on to him for two years too long. Yeah. So like that's. I still think down the line, uh, like say when once Pep comes, uh, Brendan Rodgers is, he's not as intimidating as Klopp. So I think they 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 did well together. Yeah, but but at that point, but like, like say that happened, would, would Klopp have even been available at the same time? Yeah, yeah. Things happen crazy yeah. in a crazy manner. Yeah, you know, like you know, I don't, I don't know if if that necessarily would have even panned out. Um, but um, what the fuck was I saying? What was my point? Oh yeah, I'd let these out of Europe in in totality. Um, Barcelona and Sevilla go down to Europa League, so that I guess that'll be interesting. I don't know. Europa League is fun this year. I mean, it, it usually can I mean, be. A lot of people consider it more fun. It's it's a uh, kind it's of like competitive for sure. Yeah, kind of like in the same way people consider college football a lot more interesting than NFL. Yeah, I don't or, understand or the that championship. Concept. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure there's so many fucking uh, people in England that just. Yeah, because they like swear on. Oh, you watch Premier League? You're fucking. Like, oh. The You're money, fucking casual. Yeah, money's ruined football. That's why the, I watch the championship. <laughs> Dolby yeah, County. Yeah, kid, yeah. kid yourself, guy. Uh, mm. Yeah, money. Money <laughs> makes the world go around, man. As far as World Cup bids, as transfers, talent, all that. It's crazy, man. Money money really is is the, the director. I've been watching Formula One, 
and oh, you'll see like the amount of money in that you, is insane. you'll see you'll see like the top teams it's it's fucking red bull mercedes and then you'll see the bottom guys like the haas and they're like scratching by and, and then you'll hear the disparity in their budgets oh well that makes sense yeah this yeah. guy's spending 600 million a year and this guy's Barely on 150, 300 a year. Yeah, and then like, even down to the 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 uh, you know equipment and the vehicles they use, and then they go into detail like, oh well, he he spent you know six million on the state of the art type of uh, engine that only uh, you know it's like fuck. Fucking yeah, Mercedes has this thing where like the driver pushes and pulls the steering wheel, and it contracts and expands the wheel to get faster turns. <laughs> no one else has that or like maybe maybe like the other top teams but like the guys in the bottom half and even in the mid you know you, you gotta understand it's the difference between having fucking Holland and, and starting Rafa Mir you know what I mean yeah 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 it's um, <laughs> it's crazy because that's uh, that's a testament to how the details and the world works and how how much details play a role and uh, but also success success breeds fortune yeah, and fortune in so a sustained su- form. Sustained, sustained success. It's a dynasty. Yeah. So so it, it all correlates. Sometimes you might get lucky like Leicester, and other times you might sustain it like Manchester City. Yes, yes, they have like billions, but they've been able to sustain it. So they're allowed to spend that much money as well. Yeah. It, it, it all goes hand in hand. Um, wow. <laughs> But anyway, um, one, one last thing I, I wanted to talk about before, well, there's a couple things, but one thing I wanted to talk about, and it's, it's like this, like, just kind of aside, the, um, well, Anthony's had a pretty good start to his Manchester United career, huh? Yeah, that he has, for sure. I mean, <laughs> I think from an entertaining perspective, but... Some people he, aren't quite entertained by the same things as others. Uh, he he scored a bit, but I, I and I know what you're getting at, mm-hmm. and which is what I wanted to talk about was that uh, <laughs> that little spin move that he did in Europa League last week. Two spins. Yeah. Uh, I rate it. No, I do too. I, I think, but a lot of people didn't. You know, and it's surprisingly, funny because a lot of people that that talk about how. Football is boring, you know. Uh, it's it's become too formulaic. It's become it, 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 it's just everyone's playing the same sort of style. This and that. There's no creativity. And then when someone comes along and does something for shits and giggles, and and and, and the the worst part is that Anthony had like he he mispassed it. Yeah. If that pass lands, I don't think anyone's talking shit. But because the the pass, you know, it was a little too hard, and Casemiro couldn't catch it, like it kind of nullifies the whole action, mm-hmm. and people are focused on the fact that he's just fucking showboating and blah blah blah, and it's fucking wrong. It's yeah. wrong, because it, it it adds a little bit of flair to the game, which is what we love from Neymar, which is what we love from all these players, Jack Grealish. Um, what's the problem? I don't think there is a problem. The problem should be on the defender for giving him that much space for doing two spins. That too, that too. But here's the thing, and this is where I don't mind it, but I see from a, I guess, efficiency perspective and, and how necessary it was. So he does the spin twice for really no reason. I think myself, I, I enjoy that stuff anyways, but 
when it's conducive to the attack and it's in transit and it's actually effective to getting you to the final stage, I think that's when people are just, they'll call it class, you know? Like when Mbappe today, I don't know if you saw, but he gets the ball and he plays it between the player's legs, moves forward, and then he scores. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah. you know, he gets all the plaudits. I think in the manner that he did it, knowing that that spin isn't going to help him advance the ball in any way, rubbed a lot of the old heads wrong. I personally like it because it looks cool, but I think that's where the line is. If we were to say where it is in between, I think flair is good as long as it's progressive. And um, you know, and, and this is you know, this is a. Uh, I, I guess this is one thing that people are on. It's it's a uh, you know, um, it's form versus function. Yeah, and, and yeah, it doesn't add anything to the attack, but. I'm stuck on the fact that maybe maybe he was expecting the the defender to to close in on him to 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 tighten space up. Yeah. And the defender didn't, so he he took the piss for a second spin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think that's that's actually what it was. He's like, "Well, okay, you're not going to fucking move." <laughs> I mean, I, he was giving him a little too much respect in my opinion. I'll I'll go in two footed. I'll go fuck. Especially if I saw that second spin, but you you got me fucked up if I'm giving him that much space to begin with. Yeah, you don't play a player like Anthony with with like gaps. You don't you don't give him you don't give him a cushion. Um, but beside that, you like do do your thing. Right? <laughs> it's the same thing with Richarlison. If you guys are, are allowing me to fucking dance all over you, don't get mad at the after. Yeah, yeah. Like. If I'm given the space to fucking shit all over you and and we're up, why why are you doing that? You you like the onus is on you. So in, in that sense, I'm not looking at Anthony. I'm looking at the defenders. That's just that's just me like looking at it as an old head, like as these guys should look at it. But, yeah, but know. I think as as a defender too, it's hard to press up every moment of the game. No, and I yeah. think you no, ex- well, time. you time, expose yeah. you expose yourself a bit if you do press up too soon. And I think, say, if he does some kind of cool juke, as soon as he's pressed, I think that that is going to get him a lot of praises. What mm-hmm. I didn't agree yeah. with and what players like Paul Scholes and Roy Keane and, you know, other guys like that, they're like, well, it was it was unnecessary and somebody should have handled that, like, as far as, like, hurting him. And they said the same thing about Richarlison. It's like, well, you know, back then we'd have somebody to, you know, and then that, and, and, like and, you hurt him and he won't do it anymore. You just and watch, then, and that goes against the game, doesn't it? And it does, and so. that's where it's it's hypocritical. Because mm-hmm. you know who gets away with this a lot, and I think in in the form that it's always progressive and transitive to the next stage of the game. Foden loves doing spin moves, sometimes even unnecessarily, but it's in the run of game. And since he's British, they don't they don't give him that same kind of uh, vitriol. Vitriol, because the moment it's somebody that's maybe not. Your typical Premier League player, especially if he's a you know from another country, that's very different. They they find it well you know well, a, you l- know, a little you, bit of showmanship. Yeah, you know, from, you know yeah. they're gonna be fucking. He's gonna Anthony's gonna be in a, a microscope, but you know to hate on something so yeah no I don't I don't agree with it. it, it it's redundant, but it's flashy, and um, <laughs> it shouldn't have been the big thing that it was. No, no. But it's uh, like, other than being like a cool little fucking spin. Ronaldo would do this at times too. I don't know if you remember, and I mean even more recently in his career, where he'll do a step <laughs> over or two, or like you know, a ball you know changes with his feet 
in, in quick succession. Yeah. And you ask yourself, like, all right, well, where did that get you, bro? Like, you, you no, didn't really do much. Flash, yeah. and, 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 and sometimes flash without purpose, I, don't, I think... I don't. I'm not a huge fan of it, but it doesn't bother me the way it does some Englishmen, and I think that's where they lie. Yeah. Uh, but I, I hope Anthony continues to do it. I think like last season when Rafinha was doing it in the league, I loved it. Um, it wasn't to the same degree as Anthony because Anthony is just Anthony's like one of those kind of guys that's gonna take the piss. Oh if, yeah. If he if he sees a he'll push it to the max. And, and and Neymar does that shit. Oh Neymar yeah, does Neymar's that. so fucking oh, good. They, and they, they got to do it though. They, these guys are outliers in, in the game. You know well, that's one thing I hate about France though. France has banned him from doing that kind of stuff. So like huh. there, there was a few times that he's done it already and he's been carded. For, but this is more specifically his his uh, well-renowned uh, rainbow flick, because it is kind of taunting and shitting on the opponent, which I love. But they they you know players just get so pissed Be at better. that. Yeah, and I, that's that's better. What, that's what pisses me off when the defenders get mad at it. Well, like my boy, like do something, you know. But I hate to see that, and I'm glad the prem isn't doing that. If you're getting fucking beat by a move, take it on the chin. Yeah. Follow him. Do what it takes. I'll send you that don't video fucking, after. Don't fucking cry about it. After we're done here too, because that don't, that always and, and, but pisses me off. You also don't want to hurt the guy, and that and that's one thing that that people take fucking to the max is they they want to hurt the <laughs> player. Yeah. You got beat. You got beat, man. It reminds me of uh, Trey Young when he gets Trevor Ariza with the. Uh, oh, dude. I got I, sat down once, man, <laughs> and I, I had to take it on the chin. I slipped, got on my ass, like straight on my ass, just. That was that. Oh, that hurt me, and I'm never gonna forget <laughs> that. But I took it on the chin. Yeah. It was a good move, and he got me. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the state of football, but I I hope nobody shuns it because yeah. we need we need more players we, like that. We need more. And, and all these guys are talking about how football is so robotic now. How it's all tactics. Yeah. How it's all fucking just the game's grinding. Gone. Yeah, yeah. There, there's no creativity. There it is, bitch. There's something different. You there know? it is. Paul's goals. Chew on that. Bitch. Yeah. Paul Scholes talking like he didn't play alongside Anderson, Nani, and, and Ronaldo. Even Ronaldo, yeah, yeah. Come on, son. Yeah, that's um, it's a new day. But uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, before we get into the league um, review and preview, uh, MLS, LAFC is going is in their first uh, final against Philadelphia. They beat the other plastic franchise, Austin, to get there. Hmm. Um. Well, before we get into the match, they interviewed Bella, and you know they asked him if uh, if he doesn't feel like any sort of I don't know, regret or or if he do, if he's not going to feel any regret not you know oh, making himself yeah. available to the Mexican national team because in my opinion I think he will regret it by the way I, I think he does I really he's I really he, he's do not, not going to admit it he's huh? not going to admit it he's a little too proud for it but in my opinion. And this might be a little outlandish, but for what he's done and how he's been, I guess I shouldn't say it so bluntly, but he might be MLS's best player ever. He's up there for sure. He's in the company. If we if we make an all time MLS eleven, I w- I wouldn't be mad at somebody putting him there. As the best, I don't know. There's been some really good guys that yeah, walked course, in there. But um, I think he's up there for sure. Um, and, you know, like I, I think I said it on the record last week, watching him play against Galaxy, I was like, I had to just admire. 
I was like, this guy played us better than any other LAFC player did. And I have to give him credit. And he should be on that team, by the way. He is good enough to be on that team by far. I'll say by far, and, and I don't like to say by far, but it's the truth. Oh, yeah. No, and I totally. think Chicharro deserves a, a seat at no, that table. No, yeah, totally. And I don't understand why, you know, if this was happening in the U.S. camp, I would be pissed. I would. I, I think there would be more pressure on, on the coaches, pressure on the from the media. But it seems like in Mexico, like, once it's done, it's done. You're not, they're not going to go back. But you want to put your best 11 now and for, you know, maybe political reasons, whatever, it's not. And it's a shame. Uh, but he has his eyes on a different set of silverware. Not the, 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 you know, the beloved World Cup, but the MLS Cup. You're facing Philadelphia Union. That should be a pretty good game. Yeah, I hope Philadelphia Union wins. Uh, <laughs> we're also going for the Phillies, to be fair. I'm not going for them. And then uh, I, I would just prefer that they win. I'm not uh, going to watch that shit. Yeah, I'm I mean, watching, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, a lot of LAFC fans, and I hate to generalize. I know there's there's some of you that are maybe at least more humble, but some of you are like, keep waiting. Yeah, keep waiting. Yeah, we still here. Yeah, keep hating, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, we're LA's team. Go back to Car- go back to Carson, this, that, and the third. Look, it, just enjoy it. Act like you've been there, which cl- clearly a lot of you guys haven't. And No, 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 no. A lot of them have been, but as soon as, like, some pretty colors and, and some fucking, some starshine went there and it was a little more convenient to get to the stadium, they, they went over yeah, yeah, and and this goes to another point that we've discussed. So, LAFC, well, not only LAFC fans, just supporters in general are not going to be able to park and and go to the game in Isn't the same that manner. A fucking joke. In preference, You're getting outshined. Go, go ahead, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. yeah. In preference of of the University of Southern California, a private college at Which that. Is a, cup, a couple of blocks up up the way. Yeah. So I mean, when you want to call yourself LA's team. At least make sure you have a parking structure to, to leave your car in L.A. At least be able to tailgate, motherfucker. Because, yeah, you, you guys can't even do that. And, you can't and, tailgate. And I think um, I'm, I'm going to watch the game just because I think it's actually a good game as far as how evenly matched the teams are. I think Jacob Glesness is going to fucking have a rocket, hopefully. But, I mean, it's going to be a cool game. I, I just, I'm not going to lie, I'm rooting for the Union. And even if LAFC wins... As loud as they get, all all uh, that all that manufactured passion that they have, it's not going to convince me. You, there's no way you're, and I've said this a hundred times. There's no way that you're that passionate about something that just came out. There's no way. All that is you trying really hard to either piss someone off or to validate like to validate yourself, <laughs> yes. or or to. Or to go against whatever your older brother or like your friend or whatever goes for, but it, but it's not it's not rooted in in anything legitimate. It's not. It's all it's all synthetic, manufactured, artificial, whatever other word you can come up with. It. It's not. It's not real. So LAFC, like, whatever whatever happens this weekend, it's not going to change my opinion. It's not going to change your standing. It, it, it can't. And and a lot of people look at LAFC that same way. Yeah. So, it doesn't do anything for me. Uh, I'm, I'm expecting them to lose. 
you know, I, it would it would help me respect LAFC fans just a tad bit more. Like, go through your L's no, first. No. Go through your L's. If you can say you've been through, like, those years of pain, it validates your existence as, as a club, as a fan. And you're going to have to go through that for, you know, more time. And then you can start speaking with your chest out. Because take it from fans of, of a team that have won it numerous times. You know, and, and, and the proof is in the pudding. When you go through your downs and then you have an up. It's a little more nice. spectacle. That's nice. Yeah. That's why I, I can, like, look at maybe, like, the Warriors oh, when yeah. they won it. Um, that That's nice. But when it's all bought and, again, you guys are... And then they have chants that are trying to be, like, Mexico chants. They, like, they're, they're all over the place. Dale, with dale, with, dale, dale, AFC, dale. They, they're, they're all over the place with, with their support. Uh... And there's that infamous video of that chick. She's like, let's go get MFC! You know? Yes! A lot of them are. There, there's so many screenshots and videos of guys that are that used to support Galaxy or that were pictured with Galaxy. Now they're LAFC. This, yeah. They are pretty colors. I'm not going to lie. I like that black and gold. But uh, I can't stomach it. I can't if stomach that artificial. If you're new to, the, to football, I can, I can respect that a little more. But when you tell me, like, yeah, I grew up a Galaxy. That's all I gotta hear, brother. I don't want to hear the rest. Yeah. Just say you're an LAFC fan and don't well, even. I've been waiting for a team to be in LA. Like, uh, do you know how long <laughs> Galaxy was in LA? I mean, dude, like it's literally like, on their badge. And, and now, and now we're fucking just fucking, you know, like nitpicking. Oh, you're in Carson. They're LA. They're the LA Galaxy. Yeah, and they've been. Like, that. If you're about an LA team, that's all you need to care about. Now you waited about this team five years ago. I'm sorry, son. But you daft. Yeah, you're, uh, you're, you're you're fucking. You were sold on the stars and all that shit. It's artificial. It's not real. It's about as real as Qatar. <laughs> Whoa! I hey, uh, hey, well, they just came into existence about five years ago too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But uh, <laughs> relatively anyways, speaking, we'll be um, we'll, we'll be keeping an eye on that. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll report see. next week. My man. my score prediction. Uh, I have two one. Philadelphia Union win in stoppage time. 3-1. 3-1 for me. Yo. Yeah. Uh, LAFC. Vela, you'll get your nice little goal in. Uh, you yeah. can He's say good for you scored, one. You can say that you scored in a highly competitive match. But you won't do it in a World Cup. That boy's got no spine, man. That, that shit. Like, the way he answered that question about, or are you a sh- Like, do you think you'll have regret? And he, in one word, because he doesn't want to entertain any of that. And he doesn't nope. want any words getting taken out of context. Too. Nope. He, and then, like, Hurt tried to give him a second chance. He's like, so so no, and, and that, or do you want to... He's like, yep, no, no nothing. That's like, a, I mean, it, it's like, a shame. Like, look, the Mexican media is very vicious. <laughs> I will say that. that they're, they're very cutthroat. But, Bella, we, we know you. We know that you don't stick your neck out more than you have to. You, you don't <laughs> act on passion. You're getting paid handsomely at LAFC. You didn't want to fight for your spot at Arsenal. You didn't you didn't inspire for bigger things when you were doing great at Sociedad. He's like the guy that does the bare minimum, man. He's, He's like Ben Simmons. Quitting. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. Yeah, maybe, it's just yeah. like, and because if you think about it, really, even throughout the regular season, he didn't play a lot. Like, he missed, like, nice patches of games here and there, which mm-hmm. is why his stats aren't that amazing this season. He's played good, though. But he, on, he, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. on his day, I mean, yeah, this yeah, guy's yeah. one of the best in the league, one of the best we've seen. Here's the record. Yeah. Uh, but it's crazy, though. It's It sucks to see, you know? It, it is, because you it, feel it like feels he, like it's a little wasted. Yeah, and... and uh, he was I, even part of that Mexican World Cup team, uh, the under-17s that won, that won it. Yeah, he just couldn't be our stuff. Yeah, he just missed it. I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the the dude feels like, like he's all, still good all for shit. He, all the yeah. things he's done, he still feels like a wasted talent. It's sad to fucking say. I feel like he's just also like the type of dude that doesn't like to go with the wave or the trend. Like, is that one dude that's he's just into something guy. different? He's it, like, it, it totally makes sense that he's an LAFC guy. Yeah, I know. He's like, oh, <laughs> man, you like that, man? I don't even like that, bro. Shit. I used to fuck with that. Like, you know, that, that type of dude. Yeah. If, like, say if he posted a real cool, like, food spot and you ask him, like, hey, yo, bro, where's ah. that at? He's like, man, I don't think you're really, you're really about that like, like that, bro. Yeah, I, you know? I don't think you're hungry like that. Yeah, so, yeah. And, so, so go in your little fridge and... Yeah, for real. What's <laughs> wild is if you wouldn't have even seen this posts you, you know you wouldn't yeah, yeah. <laughs> i feel like he's that type of dude you know but you know i could kind of relate to that in some yeah, ways he's a he's a uh what's that rapper man he's ah oh, fuck uh he's a peruvian dude oh immortal technique oh he's dude. an immortal technique fan 100 percent. yeah i forgot about that those guy. dudes are fucking gatekeepers <laughs> immortal technique fans are gatekeepers son. yeah and there's like a you know there's a cool like venn diagram you can make of them and like conspiracy theorists and anti-government type sentiments it, it's funny man but yeah well we'll see that's gonna be a great match um yeah, yeah. i think I, for, I might watch it I, I, i'll watch it and I'll, I'll probably i mean if i can by then i'll probably have a drink and and root for for Philadelphia, oh, uh, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll be shameless. If they win, yeah, I'll buy a jersey. Nah, just kidding. I won't be that dude. I'll, I'll <laughs> fucking go in the face of the LAFC and I'll be like, <laughs> "You thought what was the score? Five, uh, like Kobe, like Kobe. Five. Hey, don't worry, you, you'll get there one day, champ. Maybe. Anyway, um, let's do the uh, the review and preview of uh, Premier. Yes, Premier sir. League. I, I will pull pull mine up, but my phone's. Just about dead. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm, let me ch- check it out. Oh, man, mine is slow right now. Ain't that about to be? Let's see. Wait, you know my Wi-Fi? No, no. <laughs> I, you oh, know, funny yeah. enough, I, I think I asked for it once, but it was on my laptop. But, um, ah, man, my phone's just acting up right now. It doesn't it's, normally uh, do it's this. It's going one, two, three. Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, man. Uh, oh, wait, no. This is uh, Saturday. Sorry. Uh, so, Saturday, first game, uh, Leicester against City. Uh, we all City. know how that went. 5-0, right? Uh, should have, should have, but it just came down to a free kick from De Bruyne, who kisses it a off peach, the post. by the way. Yeah, that was a nice one, man. I don't know why, but maybe I, and maybe I'm more wrong than I am right when I say this, but... Sometimes I watch players like De Bruyne. They're stepping up for a free kick, and you just know it's going to go in. You just kind of feel it. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, when I saw it, I was like, oh, man. I love that. It made it staying up for, since 4.30 worth it because I was <laughs> about to be pissed if it's nil-nil. Well, it, it was a tough game. It was. It was. Like, everyone had the game of their lives. Uh, I think Suyuku, like, oh, dude, he's Suyuku. been so bad the last two seasons, but like, he turns up. Looked like Prime Maldini and shit, you know. Yeah, he was he was good. I mean, and and you know, I think that's the best way to play City the way they did, and and yeah, pretty anticlimactic, but expected points, just not in the expected manner. 
Um, following that one, though, a much more competitive game and unexpected, I would say. Uh, Bournemouth loses 2-3 to three against Tottenham. Who? Yeah. Well, who, the, like you said, the result was expected. The manner wasn't. Yeah, and this is a, a same case, just on the other foot, in a way. I'm not expecting Bournemouth to score two goals point blank. You're telling me they were leading 2-0 on you at one point? For a good while, for, too. Until I the think, 57th, yeah. A, yeah, it was a good... No, I think it was further than that, no? Oh, well, yeah, they tied it up at the 73rd, and then they yeah. didn't win until stoppage time. By yeah. Betancourt, uh, who, by the way, looks really good. I, I, I enjoy uh, watching well, He's going to be a very good asset for Uruguay. That's why I, I still... I love that Uruguay, for me, is, is being slept on. They can be a dark horse. I don't know. If they, if they play the their defense cartridge. just isn't strong. No, no. Jimenez and Cáceres, who, by the way, I, I like Cáceres so far. For, he was good for Galaxy, but let's not forget, he's 35. Yeah, yeah for sure. He did play good for Galaxy, though. He, he was like a... He helped turn that around in that late part of the season. For sure, for sure. Um, Koulibaly didn't. No, no, he's yeah. you know, damaged goods. But um, good result for Spurs, not in the expected manner. Um, but, you know, they'll take the three points, much needed for them. Uh, following this, there's Brentford against Wolverhampton, 1-1 draw. Diego Costa got his first red card ever, <sighs> which is kind of hard to believe, right? Well, in the Prem, uh, he's for sure had to have gotten one in Spain. Hmm. But, yeah, I did didn't you see, know. Did you see how he did it, though? Yeah, it was it was weak. It's one of those, you know. I don't know, dude. He, like, I, he's experienced enough. To know better? To know better, yeah. because there's no way he's getting away with it. Especially now with fucking VAR. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, like, five years ago he could have, but come on, man. It, fucking, you damn near headbutted a guy, straight up. It wasn't, I wouldn't call it a headbutt, but there was enough, like, motion for it to to be that way. And, <laughs> and of course, the defender's going to embellish, but he did fucking headbutt the guy. Yeah, no, those are indefensible. Like you, and, they they get called on the man. And, and you lend yourself, and maybe not might turn out to be that way, but you lend yourself to to multiple games, suspension. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's stupid, especially it's, yeah, for someone experiences him. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. I mean, it's just funny that it's his first red because I yeah, I could have swore he would have had at least and, a few. And the thing is, is when he would come on, I think he started this one, but when he would come on in the past couple of games. Their attack looked better. He didn't. He hadn't scored and shit. But no, he demands they, bodies they, for they, sure. Yeah, yeah. You you don't you don't play off of him and you don't let him roam free. Yeah. Anyway, uh, go on. Yeah. Uh, following that match, another surprise to an extent. I think we may have. I at least I did. I did. I think I predicted a draw for this one. Brighton beats Chelsea four to one. That is a surprise. It for is. Sure. I mean, for for it to be four, I will say two own goals, but. Brighton were by far the better team. Yeah. You know, you could even look at the stats and, and they tell you the same thing. Whilst Chelsea did possess the ball a lot, uh, you know, Brighton got the bulk of the chances. It's, it's as the British say, all for Nolt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and you know, that doesn't give you the three points. Brighton goes home with them and Chelsea are, are just kind of figuring themselves out right now. I do like uh, Grand Potter. I guess this has always been his thing. He's pretty good at identifying what's not working quickly, and he's not ashamed. He's not shy to to take out players that aren't necessarily functioning towards. So yeah. he'll put on Kovacic at halftime if Jorginho's not working or mm-hmm. you know, whoever, you know. I did like that video. I think you may have seen it as well where him and uh, 
the man Thomas Frank, the manager from Brentford, are talking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I really like the compliment that Thomas gives him. He's like, it, it's just kind of nice to see a guy who started from the bottom. You know, I'm talking about piss poor, you know, collegiate sports. You know, managing well, to he what he's in now. Sweden, I think. And then at Sweden at one point, and 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 all this, you know, it took a lot, took a lot of turns, and he's doing what he's doing now. And I think that's what gives him the humility to to stop himself and adapt. He's one of the best adaptive managers in game. He's like, swagged out now. Yeah, he is. But the paycheck must be much nicer. It's that uh, bowling money. But yeah, credit to Bar- Brighton. Great result for them. Chelsea. You're yeah. about to say Barcelona, which. Well, well, they, they very well could be. I mean, you know if what? you fucking close your eyes and squint, Brighton, Brighton might give Barcelona the work these days. I mean, the way they're looking, but uh, we'll see. We'll we'll have to monitor them. Um, following this, uh, Crystal Palace, Southampton, one nil win for Crystal Palace. Much needed for Palace, who are kind of underperforming right now. Um, but yeah, good result for them. Following this, we have Newcastle against Villa. Newcastle just gobsmack them four zero. Goals from Easy Wilson, like. Joe Ellington, the former striker turned midfielder. Who I, I like those stories where it's rare, but it's kind of cool to see. Um, and then Miguel Almiron with the stunner. I mean, you would think he's left-footed, far post, far post. I mean, what else w- could you ask? A little wand of a left foot. You would you would have thought he was born in Mallorca and, and came up with the Spanish U18s. The way he just massages the ball, um, top player. Atlanta United product. Ah, just kidding. Man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, following this match, a game that you watched more closely, so I'll let you take the reins on this. Seems like it wasn't too too great, but maybe maybe there's something we might have missed. Fulham Everton. Uh, what were your thoughts on the match? It was just back and forth. Um, both both teams were going after. I think they're very similar in, in terms of level, but you know, like neither team was was shy about it, and and I. I happen to love the style of football that Marco Silva. Ah, oh, dude, underrated, very underrated. Yeah. And he's gonna get picked up. I think he's gonna get picked up next season by by some other team. Maybe even this season, whoever you know happens to yeah. um, sack their manager. But I think they, I think they play really nice football, man. They do, they really do. They and they, I, they, they look like really, the better team as far as the stats go. I will say. I don't even like Everton. Maybe that's my bias against Frank Lampard because I, I honestly don't think he's a good manager. He's uh, he's not. He's they not. they had a really good defensive record this season, but like you said, how hard is it to like to 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 make a defensively solid team? Now they've had the money to to bring in like Connor Cody, who you know, honestly for them isn't a bad signing. I think it's necessary. It's a very good signing. Yeah, they they're able to get someone. For good money, off of experience, a, too, off of yeah. a competitor. Yeah, Wolves at the yeah. time were were a competitor, so you know they, they still have that sort of kind of pull. And I think they pulled away from being a relegation type team, even though it might happen ever so slightly dur- but yeah. during the length of the season. But but they've shored up their defense. Uh, which is very much different than what Lampard was doing. Uh, but, you know, going back to Fulham, I, I got to give them more credit than, than I do Everton because I think they're working with less tools in mm. terms of money. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. And, and again, the, their style of football is 
any players that, that you enjoyed from like Fulham or either? I love, well, I, I love Anthony Robinson. He's probably my favorite U.S. player. Dude, he's so good. Yeah, uh, even maybe Gio Reyna. Those two are, are definitely my my favorites. Yeah, um, those are guys that you could definitely see them playing at another club. But I love Dick Cordova Reed. You know, like, no love for Mitro. No, uh, absolutely not. That's the guy that kind of gets the benefits from playing with such a. He, to me, yeah. to me, he's. Bamford from two years ago. Oh, uh, God. Dude, Bamford. And we'll talk about it in a bit. But, wow, what a... <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that like, guy's a waste. And, and, and the whole season, I was singing his praises. But you were like, dude, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And, and to me, Mitrovic is the same thing. Like, like no. Yeah. But, you know, and, and that's the and maybe, thing. And maybe Mitrovic deserves a little more credit because of what he did last season in the championship. But, come on, man. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and... And and accept that Mitrovic is a top Premier League type striker. He's not. He's not. No, no. And, I, and if Calvert Lewin doesn't pick up his shit in fucking two within two three years, he'll be on the same level to me. Even one year, no. I like, mean, do, that, yeah, he Dominic is for me. He, like, yeah, he had that flash in the pan season two years ago, and too. he's not. He's not come up he's since like at all. Yeah, so I I'm already having Nobody my doubts with him. And, like, you know what worries me about him? It's, like, very very similar to the trajectory that Daily Ali had, albeit different positions. He loves the glamour life. Guys on GQ, guys uh, yeah, runway he's shows. A, he's, a, he's, a, he's, like, a, he, he's a party guy. He's a good-looking guy. Yeah. He did he, well for one season. Got a big had contract. A big team. And he, he got contract. that extension. Yeah, that, that's when shit went downhill. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe, maybe he is following the same type of trajectory. Even though Dele Ali for, did it for a little bit longer. Yeah. Because as far as I know, Calvert Lewin had a season and a half, let's say. He had a nice run where he was scoring in consecutive matches and people really did get carried away with him. For me not to dismiss him as quick as I'm dismissing Mitrovic should tell you a lot. Fair play. Yeah. Um, but, but, but anyway. Um, yeah, no, I, I think Fulham... Fulham and Marco Silva in particular are, are playing a, 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 a nice brand of football. I, I like the the defense, but the way they attack is, is really nice, too. There's a good balance to it. Nice build-up for sure, yeah. I mean, yeah, fun teams you know, to it's watch. It's those type of managers that we'll probably see, you know, in the future, maybe for the next, like, 15 years that are going to, you know, affect the game. I think so. I think he's one of them. I mean, let's not forget he he's even he's even been involved in past football uh, journeys with bigger clubs even. So it's like there's there's a lot of stories still left to write for Marco Silva and I'll be I'll be watching. I think even I I know this cuz I I watch a lot of pep pressers obsessively. He's one of the managers that he speaks very fondly of. Mm-hmm. Um so I mean that for me is a good indicator and I'm not saying, you know, Pep is the is he well, like well, compass? Well, I think but Pep it's is a genius. Like he is, there's, yeah. there's no denying. If it he gives you point, credit, like then you know it's there, real. There's no know? denying it, man. The guy's a fucking genius. You know, and you know he's watching football obsessively all the time. Yeah, there's yeah. Probably nothing else that he watches. Maybe golf or something. Yeah, yeah. But he he's constant. He's got these weird little. Uh, I guess I shouldn't say weird, but these very specific like interests that he likes, like. He also likes like biking, like uh, competitive biking and mm. things like that. It's just like man, random ass sports, you know. Handball. It's like damn, look at the load of beer on that guy. <laughs> That's two pints. Some guys. Well, that should be me by the World Cup time. 
Uh, a mega pint. Mega pint, yeah. An adult beverage. <laughs> Following uh, this uh, zero zero match, this next one was quite a entertaining one. Uh, Leeds win two two one against Liverpool at Anfield for the first Wait, what did time you call ever. Him er- uh, earlier, uh- Liverstool. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, well, it's pretty. It's pretty obvious, and and they're kind of stinking up the joint. They've been for a while. Um, I have to say, the it's just it's man. just crazy for me, considering how bad Leeds have played. And I know some of the results have been unfavorable and harsh on them, but you know the way they opened up Liverpool with ease. I mean, it was kind of hard to believe when I tell you that Liverpool could have lost four one the way that Chelsea did to Brighton. It was very believable. Um, so yeah, I mean, a- a- apart from. You know, Liverpool and their barrage of chances that they can create, they just seem like they're off the mark with finishing. They're awfully leaky. They are, they are. I will say, too, I mean, Mane is, I hate to say it, and it's the easy jibe to go for, but he he's missing there. You know, it just seems like some of the chances they're not finishing would have somehow fell to him. You know, it's you crazy. know another loss that's been affecting him as well, uh, Diogo Jota. Yeah, yeah, and he's been injured, and, you know, he did come on for a little while, then got injured again. Um, in he's fact, missing I, he's Cup, missing the World Cup. That's that's a big miss, by yeah. the way. Um, yeah, I, I... I find it hard to shit on Liverpool completely, because I do, I do think they're still a top team. I, I, do, I really do think they're maybe... They're, like, realistically a top six team. Yeah, but just the way that the seasons panned out, um, I don't know. I, I <laughs> they're just not performing. They're they're not they're not as deep as as you would want a top side to be. I I think that's maybe the 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 real issue. They haven't invested as much as they they should have. Like they like invested you can, just you not the right it, way. You can look at it dollars wise and say, well, they have spent a lot of money. But that that spent money is very concentrated onto maybe one or two players. That's the problem. Like yeah. the the way when when you think about money that needs to be spent has to be th- throughout different players, and and yeah, we they're always going to be compared to to Manchester City as long as they're on top anyway, mm-hmm. because because they were the only team to kind of disrupt somewhat that that dominance. Um, the city, you know, you've signed your guy Kanji. Mm-hmm. You know, you've signed uh, who? Who else? Sergio Gomez. Sergio Gomez. But these are very low key signings. Yeah, but exactly. We make them every season, but, and that's what but keeps Liverpool us Liverpool hasn't invested. And, and again, you're gonna look at the net spend. If we look at it black and white, well, yeah, of course they've spent a whole lot, but they spent a hundred million on on uh, Darwin Nunez. He's looking player. a little better, but he's way. looking good, right? But. But, you know, you look at the net span or, or, or the figures, and if we're going to look at it black and white, with $100 million they signed Haaland, Akanji, and Gomez. Okay, well, right, but, you know, Liverpool, they're not dispersing. They're not, they're not, they're not maybe scouting as well as they should be. That's the problem. That's no, scout, the real scouts problem. Scouts are, are the most That's the real problem. It's, it's, not, the, it's not the dollar amounts. It, it's, it's just plugging in holes. Or at least trying to plug in holes, or or relying too much on what they have. And you also have to have an idea for the signing. And I thought I think that Liverpool went for Darwin Nunez because of his goal tally and how great he lit it up at Benfica, without maybe taking into account 
what they needed to replace. Um, I, I this might be it might be crazy to say, but what if they went for Nkunku instead of Darwin? As far as meeting the the expectations that Mane left behind, I think Darwin Nunes is better. But in terms of function and role, there there some that's what it comes down to sometimes. You, you know? know, and but I I also think that like I, I get what you're saying, but. I, I don't know how, if, if the actual final the final figure would actually be a whole lot different. I think it would be less, but not by like it's hard to say yeah, it's a all big amount. And I don't know. I, I just don't know if Liverpool have the foresight right now. Anyway, financially, that to, too yeah. to to say okay, we we need to plug in. We need to. Think of someone that's going to replace whoever we're going to pair with with um, with uh, um, Van Dyke, because I do feel that the Darwin Nunez was a reaction signing to Holland. That as well. They probably could have gotten cheaper, but but the fact that that Benfica knew they were desperate to 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 have a comparable signing, they they just squeezed them for all they could. Which fine, fair. If Liverpool coughed it up, okay. But you also got to think about who they're going to have as like a backup to who you're going to pair with Van Dyke. Who you're going to have as a backup for uh, for Trent because they have zero answers on what Trent is exposed to. Trent is amazing going up, and and they really really need to explore just making him an offensive type player and get get a defensive guy because there's they have zero answers for it. There, there's nothing there that they have as a backup. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, unless you can think of one. No, no, no I, I, I agree. I agree. They, they, they need somebody there to plug in that fucking hole that's obviously left. Okay, yeah. and then and then leave and then plug in holes that are left when when fucking um, Jordan Henderson has to fill in for whatever sat, uh, center back whenever Thiago is injured because he he gets injured quite often, um, and then uh, the striker position. You need you need these guys. They don't all have to be superstars, and I don't know if Liverpool is actually looking at it that way. Yeah, they're really just trying to sell tickets. I think. I think they're, yeah, they're, they're living off of the success that they've had over the last three four years, which is great. They've had that after they didn't have it for such a long time, but I think now is is the time to maybe make a little more low key signings that that Manchester City consistently seem to fucking have that all the big teams seem to have it's good to sprinkle in a big one here uh, and there all the all the big teams have it uh, Real Madrid does it consistently Barcelona does it consistently Chelsea's been kind of doing it a little bit they well they have a great academy mm-hmm. um Bayern Munich does it uh PSG's starting to do it a little bit I, I don't know if Liverpool have, have really caught on to that they're, they're really relying on Salah a lot too and, and he's like a little herky-jerky He's picked it up as of late, which is good, but uh, I don't know. They, maybe they, like you said, they relied on Amani a little, a little more than they thought. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I always really rated him. You know, he was a thorn in in most sides. You know, for most teams, but you know, there's still time. I think they have to. Yeah, like you said, I mean, you got to go for some of the more crucial positions, and you know, even as far as Robertson, he's solid. His backup Simikas 
he there was a lot of hype I, about I him. I do like I do like Simikas. I I don't I'm not convinced with, on him fully, uh, but they my point is they need a guy like that behind Trent, and Trent, they don't yeah. have that. So yeah. that's, that's, that's that those kind of signings is what they need to go for. And yeah, um, for now, I mean, I'm I'm more than happy if they spend another hundred mil on another guy and <laughs> on one guy, right? Yeah, because it, it's they can't keep and they're up. gonna do it. They're gonna they, they like I said, they already set a hundred like, apparently a hundred mil off Drew Belling. Who's a great addition? That's I not, think like, he, I'm not going to negate that. He's confirmed, I think, to be great too. Like I think there's no doubt with him. Yeah, it's almost certain. You know, it's. it's I felt the same way about Holland. He's he's getting into that stratosphere of Mbappe, Holland, Vinicius. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But um, yeah, we'll we'll keep monitoring that. You know, it's entertaining. I know Liverpool fans have have to be miserable right now. I mean, aside from Champions League, they look really good in Champions League. Uh, but yeah, as far as league play, I mean, and, and I think if they win the whole thing for Champions League, that's that's a good season for them. It's yeah, a great season. Well, that's a great season for anybody. But yeah, yeah, you know, if, if they're gonna if they're gonna ride off Premier League, then you have to go all in for fucking champs. Yeah, for them it's one or the other. I don't know if they can do both. No, not right now. Definitely not, not this year. No, <laughs> definitely not. Yeah. Hey, hey, uh, even a cheeky FA Cup, huh? I mean, yeah. I mean, they might have one left in their lifetime. <laughs> Ah, well, they celebrated that last season. Yeah, uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, next following though, let's. Enough, I mean, tough, tough, tough on them. I think we actually, we've mostly talked about Liverpool, but credit yeah. to Leeds. You know, I, I like I said, I do yeah, like that yeah, unit. No, 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 for sure. I will and say Jesse Bamford, Marsh, Jesse Marsh beating the allegations. Yeah, yeah, ever, <laughs> ever so slightly, but it, it's crazy. You know, he, yeah, he was definitely feeling that. Um, it's, it was kind of like a big fuck you to all the pundits too that have been really on his ass. I mean. Over results that have been sometimes even uh, out of his control. I, I think uh, I think they hate his Americanism. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> he, he's been on the hot seat, in my opinion, unjustifiably. And you know me, I, I I don't I don't really care about the whole like like U.S. fans are are very fucking reactionary, right? They 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 hype up everything, but I, I don't. I, I think Jesse Marsh has been good for Leeds. And and he's proven it's not just like oh well you're at Leeds so we're gonna back you I mean we we can't forget what he did in Europe and you know he's had big jobs I think he's been good at them and it's been a rough start to the season right but the backing hasn't been as good as maybe it should have been that's what it really is I think but you know uh, that's, it's a but tough ask. him being on the hot seat is so fucking unfair I mean and, and, and who would they replace general, him with you know that's the that's a wild card and, too and in general week ten unless you're fucking losing every game by. Tons of goals and just playing miserable, which Liverpool or Leeds haven't been. It, it's unfair for him to be on the hot seat. There's no way he should be there. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And I mean, and I don't think either manager deserves to be there. Um, you know, I think they're both maybe not in their best moment, but maybe they can turn it around. Um, but good start for Leeds as far as, you know, this is the biggest result of the season for them. For sure. You know, and, and they can definitely feed off of that. Uh, following this, though, uh, we had a absolute swamping from Arsenal. Uh, just cutting down the tricky trees, 5-0, no room for doubt. Um, you know, it, it was nice to see uh, Martinelli get his goal and Reese Nelson, who, you know, that's a guy that was out of favor at one point, you know, came back. And I think he can be a revelation for them. Um and then, obviously, Thomas Party, who I, I heard picked up an injury. He's going to be out for a little while. And and Odegaard also getting the last goal. Um, so, yeah. There's, there's, there's a few people, or I think, like, mm-hmm. two or three people that captained, captained 
Reese Nelson, by the way. <sighs> Crazy. Yeah. That's psychos. Psycho. That's bold, yeah. But, like, that'll make the difference. So, like, imagine how many other people in their leagues did it. Probably not many. None. And then so you, you get those, you know, 20 points or whatever. Uh, but it's so hard, you know. So hard to, you can't, to you see can't, it. But when you do it, it's one of those things where if you do it, it's just, oh, we're, we're fucking, you know, pissing in the wind. And it, yeah. But if it pans out, oh, I'm a fucking genius, you know. And, and some are are kind of believable. Like I, I am, I personally, I have Holland, right? And I, I know people in our league, captain them every week, no doubt. Like they do it. I don't do that. I like there'll be some weeks where I'll be like, no, nah, you know what? I'm gonna give it to Saka. I or you know I'm gonna give it to Trossard today. It's just you gotta you gotta mix it in, and you might lose out on points because Holland's such a sure bet, but has been. This is my favorite part of of fantasy is when you just kind of pick up the. Uh, the in-betweeners, and then they, they, they fucking make it happen. But, uh, yeah, good result for Arsenal. I found myself. I found myself. I, I think I'm going to climb a few spots in the next, well, maybe not the next month, but once after after World Cup. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, well, I, I think you're capable. Well, the way through, son. It's very early. I mean, I know it's very, for me even, It's I kind of can get discouraged by looking at the table. It's just so much football left, so, um, you know. Going on, though, uh, Man United against West Ham United. I will say this. A big result for United because they needed the win. Yeah. One that nil, they did. It was just a 1-0 win, though, and it was against West Ham, who not, has not been great this season. And I feel like people really, really, like, were hyped on it. Like, like okay, you beat West Ham. And, and <laughs> I think West Ham are better than, than where they're positioned because they start off so bad. And they, they, they got some ballers, really for bad. sure. Yeah. But management-wise, player-wise, budget-wise, come on. They, they're they better than where they're at. But they play like shit. This happened to be the game where they actually played pretty decently. <laughs> or or maybe, or maybe both teams played. I don't know. But it was a good game. It was, actually. I mean, even looking at the stats, it was, it was quite... quite um, at least even in that respect. I didn't watch this match. I wasn't able to. De Gea had maybe like four. Oh, I did see Maybe the, four or five good. Yeah. Like, I good saw the one he took off at Tony. great saves. Yeah. He, he, he picked off he picked off quite a few uh, sure goals. And, um, you know, it's, it's it's one of those things where he's not selected to like, like the preliminary Spain. Um Squad. That's oh a yeah, yeah. Weird. And, it's, it and is. that's a whole other thing with uh, Luis Enrique, who on the side, Luis Enrique, he's been tapped up by some team. I forgot who it is. Oh, maybe maybe it was Atletico. That'd be crazy, huh? It would be a revolution. Yeah, that team would look so different uh, overnight. We did gloss over something because now you're reminding me with that uh, Unai Emery joining Villa. Uh, that that was kind of a big deal. Oh, you know, and and I know they took a fat L this weekend with uh, with Newcastle, but I think they got a proper manager as opposed to Gerrard now, and I think we <laughs> we can we can definitely see some some kind of improvement. I think so. I think Villa fans should be very happy with that, and um, you know, a second shot for Unai Emery pretty wild and maybe maybe we did discuss this last week did we or i don't know if I don't, he was hired I think yet. we did I, no, no i i don't i don't it's been kind of understated it's one of those sleeper moves it, it, it happened and then everyone was like "Ooh," and then moved on yeah 
But I don't know. Maybe, maybe we did talk about it. I don't like it. I don't like the fact that that you know Valencia. I you know, and I'm not familiar where they're at right now. But I don't like the fact that that a team and even within like Premier League or whatever, mm-hmm. they can get a manager and just you know pop them out. Like oh, <laughs> you're with us now. You know, I, I hate that. It's kind of crazy. I, yeah. I hate for the for the losing team because the losing team is. Obviously, they're doing better than anticipated, or they're doing good just all together for a big team to be like, okay, you're our manager now. Because they're obviously impressed with what they're doing. So it's it sucks for to, to see. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's tough to pick up the pieces. Maybe, maybe that team might even fucking have a huge drop-off just for the lack of management. Yeah, I think with a with a manager like Unai though, you got to give him time. So that's one thing that Villa has to be prepared. Right, and that's one thing that PSG didn't give him. Yeah, yeah, I know that was so quick. You know, it's crazy how quick that went by. Uh, but yeah, that that's all for the Premier League games. Um, nothing much else as far as I mean, we can go into Champions League, or I don't know if you want to go into previous. just go into the notable ones. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Um, so on Tuesday. Um, this one's significant because it's uh, the first time Porto make it past the group stages with um, uh, the manager they have now. His name escapes me. His face is, I always remember. Uh, but yeah, they, they beat Atletico 2-1. Um, you know, uh, Munich beats uh, Inter 2-0, which was kind of insignificant, unexpected. Liverpool, you know, beat Napoli 2-0, which is a kind of a big deal because, you know, Napoli are no slouches this year. Well, they they were undefeated for, man, I, I don't know the exact number, and fuck, I should know this, but it, I want to say it's like 26 games in a row. I would they they hadn't taken a loss. Yeah, they've been really good right and, now. And they're top of uh, Serie A. Mm-hmm. So I mean that was that's that's significant too. For know. sure, it's for crazy. Sure. Yeah, especially for the form that fucking Liverpool have had. They did leave it for the final minutes of the game, but still. Well, they were they were up one 0 and then Darwin Nunez. Yeah, yeah. Darwin, Darwin Nunez. He came from Benfica to <laughs> the big red. Ah no no. <laughs> Oh, I hate that guy. Yeah, I know. He, and he has like a whole assortment of like really cringe chants. Uh, yeah. Not even that. He has like a bunch of videos. There's one that I saw. It was like, um, fuck, is it double O? Oh, yeah, James Bond. He's like, uh, he, the name's Nunes. Darwin Nunes. And uh, above dude. all, he, he pronounces the name all butchered too. It's like, uh, my boy. Dude, it's, it's, it's so bad. <laughs> he's so bought into I think at this point, when he saw that signing, he was like, all right, I love this guy no matter what. And I know he's going to ball. And, and, yeah. but, but even when he was bad, he was still like riding. And you're a grown ass man. Why are you riding so hard for a fucking 20 year old? That, that is so weird to me. That is so weird. And, and he's, he's wearing like a chance. Shameless. They're terrible yeah. chants. They didn't even <laughs> fucking go. They're not even on the, the notes. The song, yeah. the song is... And then the chant is nowhere near it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm it's, like, oh, it's God damn it. Yeah. Well, what's the song? Do you think you're better off alone? Yeah, it's and a And he's... And I, I know I butchered that, but he butchers it. Like in uh, 10 times worse. And he, like, yeah, he doesn't... And he's standing in the camera. Oh, God. He's wearing an ultra-tight Liverpool jersey, oh, too. God. Like, it's like uh, like an Under Armour and shit. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, 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 dear God. It's so bad. 
Yeah, but you know, good good result for Liverpool. Great they, result. they continue dominating. Uh, Champions League. You know, it's Champions League, and you know, it's it's win or go home, and and that's what it's going to be after this stage. And they look really propped up to do well. Um, another team that's that's topping their group as well, but in an unexpected fashion, was Tottenham by beating Marseille. So with this result, Marseille are completely out of European football. If Marseille would have held the one-one, they would have been second place in champions. Yeah, that group was weird because was everyone very had a chance uh, going into that game to to top the group. Yeah, and that also lends you to lose to get into Europa or to get in second place. So it's yeah, it was a wild group. Yeah, definitely. And then Wednesday's games, uh, you know, Madrid just which was just today, by the way. Uh, you know, they stomp on Celtic. Uh, Red Bull Leipzig stomp on Shakhtar. By the way, both of Scottish teams, Rangers and Celtic, were abysmal. They they won zero games. I, I think only scored a couple goals, but conceded like over twenty. In Dude, total. it's Scottish football is so terrible. Yeah, I'm sorry. You know, the fact I hate that they to... have two teams. Yeah, that quota, that quota should be dispersed. Maybe UEFA needs to move away from Scotland a little bit or, or take away one team. One one would be, yeah, because, I mean, sure, Rangers had that good run. Well, that well yeah, one got into the final of Europa last season. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, and uh, following this, we had Milan beat Salzburg. Uh, Milan making it to the Champions League, you know, knockout stages for the first time in years. I mean... This is a chronic Europa team for the longest, so it's kind of significant. But but they're good. Uh, they're pretty good, they're you know. Good. I, I like I like this team. It's um they it's dynamic. Good. They have history. They have history. They have tons of talent. If I'm honest, and, and guys that I don't think will be there for too long. When you look at like Leao, Brahim, Tonali, those guys, unless you know, there's some kind of financial influx. Tonali is one of those players, and I think I, uh, I think talent wise, he's the best player of all. Oh, he's so good, man! Yeah. Right. It's it's like a two thousands player in in today's game, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but you know that guy's real cool. Uh, I might, I might <laughs> have to cool get his cat. jersey. Yeah, he's he's cool. Something I mean, cool he's, if you see him play, he looks like he's twenty eight. You know, like he's very calm, and it's like, oh, yo, that's yeah. unprecedented. Um, yeah. Aside from that, though, I mean, City won today, but it was irrelevant. You know, as far as group standings. Well, they were down for a little bit. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and, corner and, kick. You know, and, and for a good while, the the. I and I know City played some somewhat of their B team, but for a good while, that that the possession that they were seeking wasn't necessarily there the whole match. Mm-hmm. So Sevilla made it tough, but uh, I don't know. Eventually, they wilted, man. I think that's and, the and biggest then, problem and then, sometimes. And then, and then Manchester City put that chokehold, had a couple of good goals. Oh man, yeah, uh, for sure. I mean, it was it was a lot of young guys today, so it was, that's why I tuned into this one. Last match against Dortmund, I wasn't that inclined because I knew whatever we were going through, and it was like the same lineup, and I just wasn't interested. But there was a few debuts today, so that's cool to see. And, you know, some for the future. I think Sevilla played well, though. But the problem with teams is, like, okay, you score against City. If you drop back to defend, it's a risky game, you know, because you're, now you're giving them all the power. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that's the problem. You need to uh, keep the same intensity, albeit they scored on a set piece. So, I mean, it was a corner kick. So it kind of came against the run of play. But, yeah, it was a fun match. And tomorrow we have Europa. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna quickly preview a few matches that I'm gonna be keeping an eye on. More importantly, Sociedad against United, two teams that have history in this tournament. Um, and 
you know, I'm going to be watching the Arsenal match just because I like watching Arsenal. Uh, but they, they're they going to be playing uh, Zurich, who's not really They're probably going to play a lot of youth. Yeah, and I, I think they have to, considering, you know, where they want to stay in the Prem as far as keeping the points and keeping it rolling, avoiding injuries. Um, and, yeah, that, those are really the only two significant matches I could point to. Um, I don't know if you want to just quickly breeze through the Premier League fixtures and predictions for this weekend. Let's do it. First match, Leeds-Bournemouth. Who wins? Uh, Leeds. Yeah, I agree. I'll give, Le- I'll give Leeds the 2-0. Um, Rodrigo. Yes, sir. Oh, he's looking good, man. Um, awesome. As far as, far as playing. Uh, <laughs> no. Hey, nah, hey, wait, whoa, 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 wait. One, one sec. Did you see the picture Leeds posted of, like, all the players, like, shirtless? No, I didn't. Dude, that dude is fucking jacked, yeah, bro. Yeah, he's full. Yeah. I did not, I didn't see, I didn't have that idea. He's one of those guys. It's just, just naturally, yeah. No, he just fucking, he's, Jim like, Rat. he just takes care of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, following that match, though, uh, City against Fulham, uh, I think it's going to be a good game. You know, as far I think uh, as far as attacking goes, but I still think City will win. I'll give it a, a nice uh, 4-2. <laughs> 4-0. Ah, come on. 4-1, let's be honest. We were, we were just knob-shining Marco Silva. What yeah, happened? Yeah, but uh, like I said, we're talking about Formula 1. One team has a budget of XX. The other, yeah. budget the other one has... No, not quite. Not quite there. So... And, and let's let's not negate quality, man. Uh, City usually tends to do good against these kind of teams. Well, if, yeah. if they don't change their tactics. Yeah, yeah. If, if Fulham's gonna go after it, then they're gonna pay for it. I think that's that's the, that's the the truth, man. Yeah, but you know, you ask what's the more honorable way to go out. That's a, a separate discussion. I can't knock a team for defending the way Leicester did. It almost worked. That's just football, you know. Uh, should be a good one. Next match, Snooze Fest. Uh, Nottingham Forest against Brentford. Oh, yeah. I'm not getting out of bed for that one. I'm not even going to wake up. Look, I, I'm going to just uh, be like... I'm not, we don't care. Well, actually, I might watch it because I have... Oh, wait. Ivan Tony's out for a little while. Oh, we damn. We don't care. That reminds me. I need to, I need to fix my fantasy. Um, but, yeah, this one is a 1-1. Nil-nil, maybe. The nil-nil. Following this one, though, we have Wolves against Brighton. Um, man. Oh, that's a good one. It's a pretty good one. Wolves, 2-1. Whoa, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a Brighton. I like Deserby, and I think he's deserving. And I think he has Trissard, and I think he makes it hard for the opponent. And I think he's going <laughs> to score. And I have him on my fantasy, so yeah. let's go. Come on, come right, on, you all seagulls. Right, all right, fine. That's, that's, that's biased. <laughs> uh, but I, I also just think they're the better team. Um, Everton played Leicester next. I mean, talk oh, that's about a, a sh- terrible match. Ten thirty uh, though, so you're gonna be up. You're gonna be watching. Zero zero. Uh, that's believable. I'll, yeah, I'll, both, I'll agree both to teams that. just negating the terribleness <laughs> off each other. Pardon me. Um, Chelsea Arsenal. Woo! Four a.m. Fuck. That's a London derby. No, no, I'll get up for that. I'll go. I'll go to the pub. How about that? Uh, that's Sunday though. You could go on Sundays. I could. I, I can go whatever I want. For sure. For sure. All right. Four a.m. Though, man. God damn. That's annoying. God. Why do, why do they do that, man? Oh, but the eight thirty games just as good. All right. Let, let's uh, start with Chelsea Arsenal though. Ah, uh, Arsenal for me. Oh, dude. Dos a uno. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's a derby. Uh, Aston Villa against Manu. Why is that the good one? No, no, there's not the good. There's, there's oh, a few. There's oh, some. There's some oh, good ones okay. coming. Um, no, Manchester United, the three-one. Yeah, yeah. And 
you guys can't see this, but but Hendo can. Ah, uh, I think it's it's just a bit insensitive to all the people we've lost this year to COVID. And, <laughs> nah, nah. Um, but yeah, I agree. And following this one, this was not the the entertaining one either. Uh, Southampton against Newcastle. I think Newcastle breeze. Three 0 Yeah, some something like that. But you know, Southampton <clears throat> is annoying. Three uh, one. Yeah, <laughs> they'll, they'll they'll at least get a little. It'll be one one for a while, and then uh, Newcastle will get a couple late goals. There you go. Following that, West Ham Crystal Palace. Ooh, not bad. Kind of like even. Uh, I I'll still, take West Ham. Yeah, same here. Uh, I'll I'll do a one nil. Just off the strength. Um, yeah, one nil. Now the match of the day for me. Is it Liverpool? Yeah, Liverpool, Tottenham. Ooh. Eight thirty a.m. Nice. Wow. That's um, a, I'll take a, myself a two-two draw. Fucking hell. Man, I find that one tough to call. Um, Tottenham window. Tottenham, Tottenham. Yeah. Fair play. But, like, then we're going to pretend that Liverpool is terrible. But Tottenham's a good team. Tottenham's yeah. a type, top three type team. They, Sorry. I don't know, man. I, uh, they're not great. No, they're, they're not. not. They're, they're, really, not, they're, they're not. truly they're, not. They're, they're good. They're good. They're, they're, they're good, but they're, like, Europa League level good. Well, well, they moved on to the round of sixteen, top of the group, just barely, just barely. Yeah, yeah. well, in a won. weak group too, man. I, I just, <sighs> I don't, I can't take them seriously. Napoli is a good team. Yeah, but I Napoli's mean, a, a it, Marseille, Marseille's okay. I mean, that was probably their biggest challenge. Oh, Napoli's their biggest challenge. Wasn't Napoli in the same group as Liverpool? Well, who am I'm I talking about? Uh, Tottenham. Oh wait, you're talking about Liverpool. <sighs> Fuck. Now I'm confusing things. No, nah, no, nah, you're good. But I'm saying Tottenham, they don't, they're not consistent this year. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, okay, now, now I need to know who's on Tottenham's group. Marseille. Because they barely won the fucking thing, right? Yeah, yeah. But like, uh, even even beyond Champions League, like they're barely getting by. I mean, they're they're a team that's uh, for me at least. Like, I can't trust them. That's who they normally are. It's in their DNA. I know. I, I <laughs> and I don't. You don't personally don't subscribe believe that. to that. I don't, I don't subscribe to that idea. Oh, they did have a weak group. They had Frankfurt, Sporting Lisbon, and Marseille. Yeah, that was a weak group for Tottenham. Yeah. Yeah, out of six matches, they got 11 points. I just don't trust them. I, uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll take them 1-0. Fair play. Are they at home? Oh, damn. I actually just closed it. Uh, <laughs> let me see really quick. Sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, they are, actually. Might might make a little bit of a difference. I don't know how much, but... Yeah. Might make. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's uh, a, they're having uh, a mid-off. And, and it <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, quite frankly, I, I'm more inclined to watch Chelsea. Sweats. Chelsea Arsenal, I think, is the game. But, I don't but, know. That's the game of the weekend, I think. But fuck, man, why, why four a.m.? I don't know. It's it's annoying. Well, you know, in England, they, they oh, in England it's nice midday game, midday yeah, fixture. Exactly. That's beautiful. But but hey, early morning pizza and uh, and beer. And if I could find some, all the all my pizza shops in my area are closed around that time. Don't you worry. 
Oh, maybe maybe we we get it the night before, reheat it on the microwave, and take it. Exactly. Yeah, that's hey hey, hey uh, morning after pizza is better than. It's, uh, it's kind of it's, it's almost just as good. I kind of like uh, uh, sometimes room temperature pizza too when it's actually like not you know fresh. But uh, anyways, enough now you're about thinking, our son. Enough about our culinary desires. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, two any, guys, two, two mics, mics, two, two pints, two pintas. Anything else? Um. <sighs> I just want to say, Barca, we're coming back. Yeah, yeah. I know we didn't talk about Liga. I know Real dropped uh, a few points this week. Unjustifiably. Yeah, due to murky circumstances. All the uh, Real Vardrid clan are quiet right now. You didn't hear anybody well, critique. Of Champions League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. But, uh, you know, in, 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 the, uh, in the league itself... Um, it's, it's it's squaring off to be a nice little, run. It was a little it was a little tough of a weekend. Uh, definitely should have won that one. Uh, like like uh, Madrid said in the Comunicado Oficial, um, murky referee. Yeah, but whatever. But uh, we still move. top. Still top. Still playing. I think I think Madrid are still playing great. Yeah, they uh, are. Valverde is playing great. Vinicius, great. Rodrigo, great. Baila, Vini, baila. We just got to work on those stretches, Rodrigo. I'm I don't know weird. what to tell you, brother. That's, <laughs> I don't know, man. That's a little weird. It's a little weird, huh? It's weird. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, anyway, two guys, two mics, two pints. And uh, that's episode 111, man. Uh, Let's go. We'll see y'all next week and shit. <laughs>